a game of possibility and probability, of lives lived and yet to be. You now face godlike judgment. May it extend eternally. Welcome back to Relax Guardians podcast, episode number six. As usual tonight, I am Dilligaff hosting with young Agnikai. Yeah, look. And Mr. Sevs. Yo. Let me just. How's your week been, gents? Let me just have another swig of beer before I talk. <laughs> That's been his week. That, that, that is his week. That explains everyone's week, I think. Hear that lip smack. That. Uh, good. Good. Got that raid done. That was awesome. Um, Finally, yeah, yeah. I've just been—I've been so casually playing Destiny. I, I haven't got CloudStrike, but I've got like the Empire Hunts ready to do it. Why not? But I've just been plotting along. I haven't felt the need to really smash through anything, or like I have to get to level at the moment. Just enjoying it. Just yeah, enjoying no, it's it. I, I had to back off a little bit as well with things going on at home. You know, moving house and everything. So yeah, the the ability to jump on and push and push and push isn't there this week but you know, next week's a new week see what yeah happens. i haven't even done any pinnacles for the last couple of weeks either i've just been like just casually doing everything else and just waiting for the pinnacles that's why everybody's like <laughs> taking over my level now but i'm like 65 now i think it is it's just proper cash because it's like the the season of the hunts out but there is slightly lacking of con uh, of content you know yeah and this is what people got worried there's there's very la there's very um it's very liked content you know and so it's i don't know what's going on i there, there's been the release of the hawk moon has been supposed to be in there and all that sort of stuff then you've got the is it the dawning is supposed to be coming out yep yep and then you've got the um the iron banana or iron banner coming out next next reset <laughs> but yeah I have banana, but they, they they jet didn't they say like last year that they're gonna never use the same the same armor again and i understand covid i understand that and things like this but it's the, it's a reskin yeah it, they've made it the cheap way out i guess but like you say, you got COVID there and everything, so I think throwing them a bone here and there doesn't hurt. But yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. They've gone a little bit skinny on on the uh, the rewards and the and the content for the moment. But hopefully that'll all change soon. Because when's the season soon. over? When is season of the hunt over? I don't know. Oh. End of season. Isn't it only? Is it only three summer, months? Really. So, uh, yeah, three months. Good. So in theory, it's November, December, January, so end we, of January. Have... Yeah, about that. It must. Maybe even go. Oh no, it wouldn't go into February. That's crazy. Yeah. So maybe they are hoping, because I I can't I can't even remember what the what the timeline is and stuff like that. Like, but you know what is? Yeah, I don't have the roadmap nah. in front of me at the moment. But yeah, no, I know one of the seasons throughout the year will be a short season. Obviously, to make up for the ridiculously long season we had, what yeah. felt like it lasted six months, nine 12 months, months. Mm-hmm. twenty-four, six years, mm. 
14 years. But, um... <laughs> so, like... Yeah, so this this week I thought we might jump into, as we've said before, and um, so as you've been pointing this out, that you wanted to crack onto this one a little bit. We might go through a bit of a timeline from the, the beginning of time, so to speak, and just help everyone get a good understanding as to what is actually going on in the Destiny universe as far as, you know, a little bit of history on the Hive, the Vex, um, bit of, a bit of backstory, I guess you could say. Try and fill in some of those blanks. You know, Destiny is very good at talking names and people seeing something and, you know, like Tanix, for example, and not understanding the, the gravity of Tanix and why it's so... that mofo is back kind of thing. So we might do, I think, starting off at the beginning with the Gardener and the Winnower and, um, yeah, just skirt around it a little bit and try and help people understand a little bit more on the on the history of, of Destiny as a whole. Mm-hmm. Just as the thing of, uh, of Tanix, you know when you what finish you the raid and you pick this head piece up and then you put it in the little hut, do you see the size of his fucking head? Yeah. It's fucking it's huge and then big, in the it? game he's like this yeah, he's like this tiny corner. little fucking guy just on, on his fucking flying flying shank thing. But it's it's a go kart. When he comes out of the tank next to Atrax, he looks so yeah, small. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like Atrax mm. is still a fucking nightmare, but he's fucking like the size difference. And then when you pick it up, how the hell did the Guardian picked up like a three ton fucking head? But hey, it's just the ghost man. The ghost is like, I'm just gonna put this in your backpack, and you can still run because you don't have a <laughs> weight limit. <laughs> fucking read. Been hitting the gym with the Titans. That's what it is. Yeah, Giants. <laughs> titans just decide to slide everywhere. Everything's downhill for them now. Yeah, but you look at the size of us. It's just momentum. We don't mean to do it. We, you know, we're not smart enough, so we shit ourselves, and then we use that as lubrication to just slide. Bit of, <laughs> bit of a fucking, <laughs> bit of a question <laughs> for you. Because you're the only shit Titan. Oh dear. Plus, the only one in the in the podcast. Who's gonna have a PS4 next week when the big? Yeah, mine. Get, I got the email saying that mine's coming in the next two days. Yeah, but have you read what's going to happen? Like, you are gonna be. I don't know if it's gonna be like it's obviously gonna be playable, but in PvP, Iron Bananas coming out, 120 frames for the PS5. I'm like. Fuck, we obviously have to download the full game again. But. Yeah, yeah sorry, we should say that quickly. PS5 and Xbox Series but, X yeah. and S have to do a full game redownload on December yeah. 8th update. Whereas current gen only do the 2 gigabyte update, which is Xbox One and but PS4. Is, is PS4? So sorry. You kind of answered your own question at the start of that one, Sevs, when you said, Have I read? And I'm a dumb Titan. <laughs> I can't but, read. But you were going to be. So you need the to explain these things to me. Is not PS4. The 120 frame is for PS5. No. It, we we discussed this last week. Yeah. That is gonna fuck shit up. People are gonna be so fucking mad. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be the like, not the worst Iron Banner, but the, probably the most controversial, and it might bring into question splitting player base down the line. I doubt it. Uh, but we'll see yeah, I think that it's gonna have to. 
like you say, you're going to get to the point where 120 frames playing is is just silky smooth. You know, aiming, traveling, traversing, everything like that is going to be so nice and crisp. And it's a Whereas, full of view sliding yeah. at it as well. Yeah, but then you've got the, the PlayStation 4. You know, we're going to be like we're playing on a potato. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's well, going to suck for us. So, um, you know, like, I've been looking at I've been doing LFGs and stuff like that over the thing to do certain, uh, certain aspects when nobody's on and stuff like that. And not one, I've come across not one person that's had a PS5 of like maybe seven, eight teams. Not one has had a PS5. In America, I had what I had a red team that was in um, um, uh, the UK. Not one has had a PS5. And they were saying that, how many did they release? Like 15,000 or something like that? Oh, was oh, it? Yeah. But so like, what are, how many people do you reckon have got a PS5? The percentage of people who played PS played Destiny on the PS, on the PlayStation? Probably not even like 2% of... Not even one. Yeah. It's going so to be... Uh, there'll be only a handful of people that are going to benefit the 120 frames per second when it drops. Come next year, like, you know... I, I get wind of some stores in Australia that have a PS5 in stock, but it's, as you would expect, it's just a load of crack. So, until, I think we're waiting until March. I'm going to go to every EV Games in your town, and I'm going to buy up every single PS5 before you can get there. You know what, if you want to do that, I hope you stub your toe. Yeah, for $15,000 a pop. No, for seven hundred fifty-one dollars. Yeah, oh, <laughs> shipping fee. Well, there was, well, there was a guy who tried to buy. He um he scalped um eleven hundred PS fours, uh PS fives, and then they realised that what he had done, and they cancelled his order the day before. Yeah. <laughs> so he couldn't get any more. Mm. Yeah. I thought that was fucking awesome. <clears throat> but no, I, I think in short, to answer your question, it's going to be fucked. It will not yeah. be a pleasant experience. It's going to be painful, but for the spirit of hatred and remorse, I will do it and <laughs> die inside yeah. so slowly. You're not much of a crucial Pia- player anyway, so like nah, it's not, not really very often for you. It'd probably just be Iron Banner and maybe Trials if you did that. Yeah, like I'll do Iron Banner. Um, I do enjoy Iron Banner just to get all the gear out of it. But yeah. you know, same as Trials though. Like, unless you're running with a, a good team, is it's not really much point. Yeah, but Trials is getting all the adept weapons and shit like that. So people are going to be out hammering the fucker and then they. Yep. And then they're going to get 120 frames per second with their adept weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be um, inside. It's going to be hardcore, man. So much slower. It's, it is going to be fast, but hey. So like, like, but we 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 tried to bring in. Uh, we obviously raided last on Friday as our clan thing, and then we brought the random, the randomizer in. Turns out not very random, to be honest. Nice, it, nice. Was... <laughs> it was random. I just said these guys are randomly good and these guys are randomly bad, and those are our teams. Yeah. I, I'm gonna put it out there. I reckon you gypped it. No, I swear on my mother's life. I put them all in. I took everybody's name out and I put it in. I pressed it once and that's what came up. Next time I'm going to have to record it just to show people. Because it was like, all right, 10 people in. Bang. 
Right, like, look, the the teams weren't as bad. I mean, the one of the teams w- wasn't as experienced as the other. But like, we went through, man, and we were still getting through everything in one phase. You know, we even yeah. got to the first encounter. When we got to the first encounter, we're like, all right, this is everyone's role. This is what you got to do. Yada 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 yada. Um, I think it was only Juice and myself that had been in there, and we're like, okay, cool. So this is what everyone's doing. So let's just have a playthrough so you can see where everything is and how it's going to work and whatnot. And we just we got it. You know, we we did it with no uh, no wipes, no resets, no anything like that. We got through it. And we're like, oh well, fuck. All right, let's move on to the next one. We got to A tracks. Yep. All right. So this is everyone's role. Yada yada yada. I think we wiped. No, we didn't wipe an A-Trax either. We got through that first time. And we're like, mm, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. And it wasn't until we got to the third encounter after the jumping puzzle and we had, um, <laughs> we were explaining everyone's roles and someone had run past where you plant the flag and started the encounter. So naturally we, we did wipe and then we got it after that. And then we got to the boss fight and that's where we spent the next hour or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah, that's the tricky one, isn't it? Getting our four ball strat. Well, we tried it, but because we had one one guy in, um, I think it was Watsy, being a little bit under light, it, it was just really hard because we were burning through a lot of re- revives trying to get him up. Because you know he was yeah. just getting just about one tapped by everything. Yeah. So yeah, it made it really difficult because then you, you'd burn through three revivers on him, and then somebody else would die and someone's got to traverse the entire arena to get to them to revive them and then they die and that's like well fuck <laughs> so yeah. we, we, we quickly fl- ditched the uh, four ball strat and went back to the, the standard two ball and we got a little bit further but yeah we, we struggled yeah yeah that's fair enough we had our one day first day raider prod who just decided to put a like <sighs> 10 50 armor piece on and it dropped his level down into the dirt and he was just mm. running away from everything. He everything was like swords and ha- 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 like skulls and shit. Oh my god! And he kept just going like, "Let's let's go and hold for the damage." And I just kept screaming at him, "You're not doing the fucking damage because you're fifty levels below the fucking thing." <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And then once so we, done. Once, <laughs> once he changed it, he changed it, and it was fucking. It was golden, but Christ, man, he was oh, like, man. it was fucked. The only time I like, to Seiko because he got like shot by a dragon. He's like, Seiko! Seiko, I'm dying! Seiko's like, yeah. Dreg's killing it. Seiko! I mean, I think the, the, the benefit though that you guys had was Prod is much more versed in the game than, than young Watsy. Watsy's still fairly greenhornish. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Ah, look. But Prod's a space um, cadet as well, so. I'm refusing. I'm not going to do the randomizer this week. You were going to do the randomizer this week, and then we'll see how we go from there. Then, because I want to, I need you to feel the devastation of pressing that button, and one team is like much higher than the other team. <laughs> we we were going to get. Uh, we'll do like a couple of people swap because our side. I was on Sevs's team. Our side got two runs in while you guys were stuck on that boss, and so we're going to jump. We're going to swap people out have lots come over yeah. to our team and I was probably going to jump over to Dilly's team and see if we could just balance it out a bit that way but yeah, obviously yeah. you guys got off before because we, we, we kept up message. with you the entire yeah, way yeah, right it's, just yeah, last, yeah, yeah. it's just that last thing we had so many more guys that were like well above 
Like yeah. we had the higher level carrot players, and you guys were sort of you weren't low, but you weren't fucking high enough to pull yeah, the damage we, up. We had once. slightly on par power, but then we had a lot of inexperience in there as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. all the, the the weights that would slow us down, we had. Yeah, I mean, like credit to the guys. Like we got through, we picked up the five cassettes to um to get the exotic ghosts. We did all that on the run through <laughs> as well. So. We did, you know, I'll pay credit. They, they did really well. It was just the um, the boss fight just was a little bit too much. Sebs wanted to punch me out in his face trying to get that last cassette. I'm not even joking. Because we were following Chewie and he's like, all right, there's two on the space floor. Come on, sweet. And then I was way fucking behind. I was on my hunter. And Sebs like, did it in two seconds. Like, warlock, 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 blah, 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 blah. And I jump all the way there and then I'm nearly at the last door and Chewie's like, hey, Agnika, are you getting this cassette? I'm like, yeah, where are you? And he's like, I'm like halfway back. <laughs> You just went straight <laughs> fucking past me. <laughs> so it's yeah, just like... Then you, <laughs> then you realise how bad a hunter jumps. Because as soon as it's any distance, you have to put stompies on. Oh, like, you so have to... Be, you can jump up, though, which is, which is a bonus. But with a warlock, you just float that shit. Like, yeah, but yeah. see, that spacewalk is so easy on a titan. You just titan whip the old sword out and line rampants and away you go. The entire distance without touching the ground. But then, so right. did his hunter for the second run through, and he's like, "I just can't." Like, yeah, just, it was it's so short. fucking hard. It's so hard. It's like to, to learn how to jump, you have to try and jump. Oh, I'm gonna kind of jump sideways onto that, the mantle onto that, because then I know that I can get a little bit closer. Like, it's just fucked. It's just fucked. yeah. You have to aim for the mantle half the time, which is like you your head hits the edge, and then you somehow grab on. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, he's uh, he's he's a he's a he's a hard one, man. He's a fucking difficult. Yeah. Is there anything in the twab this week, other um, than the return of the banner and all that sort of stuff? Prophecy dungeons coming back. Yeah, they it's took a, it out because obviously the um, they took it out because um, they were worried that Stasis was going to break it. It's a pinnacle as well, so there's another pinnacle activity that we can do. We are swimming in pinnacle activities now compared to week one, which I think was done on purpose for the raid race. Otherwise, people would have been fucking twelve sixty no problem without artifact. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Now we are just swimming in fucking activities to do, which is awesome. Which I think is also intentional with when we were saying earlier with the season of the hunt not having a lot to do. I think they're switching away from everything being tied to the seasonal content and more being tied to Beyond Light and the seasonal content kind of brings a little bit extra in because they were saying like last year's rotations were a lot of a lot of FOMO and a lot of people missed out on activities like when Felwinter's shotgun came in and stuff because it just didn't seem like the game had anything in it. So now if everything's loaded into Beyond Light and it's always there rather than coming and going, it seems like the game's a bit more active. Yeah. Hopefully that's what they're doing because I like it. Yeah, well, that's it. They've got a lot to to make up for after last season. And, yeah. you know, it got to the point, what, after the season was meant to finish and they extended it, it was just rinse and repeat everything, every day. It was very Yeah, dry. yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people would have left as well, like would have, mm-hmm. would have just thrown the game away for a while. Like, I know I walked away for it, from it for about two weeks. Yeah. Just, and I came back and I hadn't missed anything. But, yeah. You know, I don't hold that against Bungie. Or, you know, I, I get it, but it is very frustrating for people that are invested in the game and, you know, do enjoy what Destiny is about to just get nothing. Yeah, it's 
So yeah, I think that's hopefully. Well, what Well, somebody doing pointed now. out in Destiny One they used to have like new raid armor. Like obviously, I'm gonna go back to uh, Iron Banana and stuff like that. Like we've got nothing. We've got a reskin, and I'm all for like possibly using re um, new like old content, but like even a shader, even something that changes the way the armor looks. You know, they can just have the same like the um, the the bloody japanese looking one or the viking looking one whatever it is i just reskin it put some random stuff mm. on there you know you don't have to go full full bore and just completely change the whole armor set look but just give us something extra like we i think we deserve new iron banana gear like it's they but they've released the dawning they released the dawning armor for the or the concept armor for the titan how sexy is a titan fucking awesome titan looks awesome finally but you never get that they release the other two as well the other two look fucking dope yeah but you'll never get that you'll like oh yeah I'm gonna get that titan and then it's like a paper bag on your fucking head with a few horns tied to it you know I'm not gonna lie I'd I'd (laughs) love yeah yeah fuck yeah like it's an ornament set as well what was the armor what was the um the uh the uh, Halloween armor with all the, the the lights and stuff, and you get the the warlock would get the big fuck off um, Hellboy horns, like that was cool as fuck. But then you get the like like the hunter, the shitty ones that come just right out the front of the forehead and stuff, something like that. They don't have to go too too crazy, but just something like that would be fucking awesome. Mm. All right, let's get into the lore, Dill. Let's do this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Otherwise so I'm just we, gonna uh, get angry and shout. Right, so we, 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 <laughs> this fucking armor. That just sounds like you in general, really. <laughs> like an angry, angry little sausage. It's so you though. It's got a dick tail. <laughs> what the fuck? What? What the fuck did you just say that? Yeah. I, just, that, I didn't hear anything. You heard him. <laughs> That's all you say. Oh man! Wait till you see the warlock ornaments, man. That's oh, all you gonna say. Let me have a look. <laughs> all right. So we will start off going through the book of unveiling. Um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking if we start with the very start, which is a chapter called Pleased to Meet You. Okay. All right, so it reads, One of your philosophers said, It's not to be thought of that life of darkness is sunk in misery and lost in sorrow. There is no sorrow, for sorrow is a thing that is swallow- swallowed up in death. And death and dying are the very life of the darkness. He was the shoemaker. He was right, and it matters more than anything. According to him, the visible world is a manifestation of internal light and eternal darkness. And it is in eternal opposition that eternity has revealed itself. The fall was necessary for creation to escape its first imperfect state. Uh, excuse me, stasis and seek a truer form, heresy. Well, then I am the Jesus Christ. I am not Jesus Christ. <laughs> heresy. Uh, yeah, that's the one, heresy. Thank you, Agnagai. Mm-hmm. Uh, the philosopher died of a bowel disease. Those who do not exist cannot suffer and are of no account to any viable ethics. If the true path to goodness is the elimination of suffering, the o- then only those who must exist can be allowed to exist. 
It is the nature of life to favour existence over non-existence and to prefer the fertile soil to the poisoned wind because those who open their mouths to that wind pass from the world and leave no descendant, whether of flesh or of thought. But imagine the abomination of a world where nothing can end and no choice can be preferred to any other. Imagine the things that would suffer and never die. Imagine the lies that would flourish without context or corrective. Imagine a world without me. So that's pleased I've to just... meet you. Any thoughts? Doesn't really give us much of a timeline, does it? It's just someone said. I'm just once. looking at the warlock dawn yeah, in armor. It is fucking so shite. It's... <laughs> it's fucked. <laughs> Fuck you, Bungie. Fuck me. No, it doesn't give us much. No, it doesn't give us much at all. Um, fuck you, Bungie. That's got a deck So, 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 who's the philosopher? Who do you reckon the philosopher is? The philosopher died of a bowel disease. Those who do not exist cannot suffer. Who do you reckon the philosopher is? I don't think it's anyone specific. I think it's just they used it as a point of reference and to say that he was a shoemaker shows that he was kind of low standing in social hierarchy but he still managed to have this paracausal perception of the world and then to say he died of a bowel disease is another like he died of something insignificant and he, yeah. he just ended up being no one to sort of roll into the point of there is no life without death there is no existing without because that's basically Dragon Bungie have like kind of stole Dying. like the Jesus Christ thing where he's a carpenter and then he become like the son of God and all that sort of shit. They kind of, well, we'll just take some of that type kind of philosophy and ram that in, ram mm. that, and just use it in a different way. It's not just well. I think if you go through history in general, most big philosophers didn't really hold any yeah. significant position in society. No. You know, like some of them were cave-dwelling psychos who now are believed to have only been getting their, their thought patterns and the way they used to think was believed to be from volcanic <laughs> gases leaking into the cave they were living in. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's not like... You know, it, it's very much a... For that to be like just the opening... history in general. The opening part of Destiny is pretty fucked. It's just... Right, guys, let's... Uh, let's Let's do a few paragraphs, just random. Just go for it. You can just do whatever the fuck you want. Just, just feel it. Just feel it, and then go. Yep. Do you reckon they have like a party, like a round table party? They're all drinking, and someone yells out, "All right, guys, I need a word. That's that's a job, a base level job. Give me a job." And someone yells out, "Shoemaker!" And they're like, "Right, that'll go great." All right. What was he good known for? What was he good at? He was a philosopher. Are you, are you right. like He's a shoemaker? Going a into like life of Brian, there, do you? We 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 tend to like go back and forth into life of Brian and um, search for the Holy Grail and stuff. <laughs> He's not the Messiah. He's a very Obviously naughty young boy. People, now, fuck young off. people who listen to this are not gonna not gonna understand a word that we just fucking said. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Moving on. Um, so we we're going into. Now a little bit more context on Gardner and Winawa. Uh, Agnikai, so do you want to read this one? Well, I was about to say, this next bit is actually 
the way they've written it is seems to be that it's two people or it's one person telling the story and someone keeps interrupting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you see how it's like got the asterisks. Yeah. Well, this was actually um, law that dropped uh, audio clip that came out during Shadowkeep. This is when this was first heard. Right. right. I'll, yeah, I'll try and read it. To sort of imply that it's do you want to butt in, in every now and then? Just show the obscenities here. Yeah. How Monkey sexy is the Titan armor ornament? I'm going to find the hunter now and then just ram it down. I can send you the hunter in a minute. If you, oh, yeah, do it. Alright. Alright, I'll read this quickly. Once upon a time, it was before a time, because time had not yet begun, a gardener and a winnower lived. We did not live. We existed as principles of ontological dynamics that emerge from mathematical structures as bodies and as bodiless and inevitable as the primes. A gardener and a widower lived together in a garden. It was the field of possibility that prefigured, prefigured, prefigured existence. I hate that word. <laughs> they existed because they had to exist. They had no anti they had no antecedent and no constitution there you go and no constituents and there is no instrument of casualty by which they could be portioned into components and assigned to some schematic of their origin if you followed the umbilical of history in search of some ultimate atomistic embryo that became them you would only end I like how uh, Dilly didn't want to read this because he's obviously read it before, realized there was some fucking hard words in here. And he's like, Agnakai, take this motherfucker. Take oh. this. Let's the, let <laughs> yeah, the listeners gave it to the realize guy that's smart, that Not the Welshman. <laughs> I am a titan. It's obvious. In the morning, the gardener pushed the seeds down into the wet loam of the garden to see what they would become. In the evening, the winnower reaped the day's crop and separated what would flourish from what had to fail. The day was longer than all of time, and the night was swifter than a glint of light on a falling sugar crystal. Insects buzzed between the flowers, and worms slithered between the roots, feeding on what was and what might be. The first gradient of existence, the first dynamo of life. Rain fell from no sky, voices spoke without mouth or meaning, a tree of silver wings bloomed, yielded fruit, shed feathers, bloomed again. In the day between the morning and the evening, the gardener and the winnower played a game of so possibility. So this is the... Go on, man, sorry. So that... I was just about to say, that's sort of where it starts, is there is a field, one of them calls it a garden, the other one calls it a field, where they are just creating life where they say it's a one day but it's an endless day with, a, with an instant yeah. night cycle somehow but mm. this day is just never ending and yet things are growing as if time is passing as if with the silver uh, the tree of silver wings sprouting so it's sort of the, how the universe possibly could have begun with uh, the gardener and the winnower creating the, creating the silver wings tree in this field and what could become do you, of it do you think uh... hmm do you think yeah, it's, it's the Black Garden? Do you reckon that's where the, Sorry, where the idea of the Black Garden? Because obviously, once you're in the Black Garden, it is the 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 who thought of the Vex is their uh, construct, and it's massive, it's huge. Do you reckon they just stole the idea off the? 
it's probably a simulation of what of that that they've uh, a vision that they possibly received from the darkness at some point in time. Because Vex is supposed to be neutral, all Vex is supposed to be the neutral party in this. They are just out to be make everything back to neutral. So they haven't been in touch with yes. the darkness, but I think they've been led to believe that this is this is how it is, and this is the stim, uh, um, assimilation and stuff like that. Yeah. They probably the garden to them is probably what they perceive as the final shape, which is like, like you said, what the Vex are trying to achieve, the final goal of the universe. Yeah, that's just what they want to get to. So, like you said, when they're neutral, it's like neutral to them because they're just trying to get to the end goal. But to us, they're trying to exterminate. Tracking their final, tracking their final so, shape is mm, the same as the Hive's final shape or the Taken's final shape. The it's along the same path, potentially to reach the same goal of reaching the final shape. But the hive see the final shape as ultimate power, with the sword logic of creating one ultimate being or one ultimate power through the sword logic, through destruction and fighting and conflict. And when they take, they reshape to take weakness out of whatever they take from what whatever being gets taken to yeah. create the ultimate force so i don't mm. know if it, it's probably the same thought being achieved by a different yeah, means movies, yeah. like these these i think these in uh, i think these little snippets <laughs> are meant to be vague just to give a background on what the traveler is yeah yeah it's it's definitely to give interpretation yeah because yeah, i'm looking well, at it now so I, obviously i i'm rolling into the flower <laughs> game right all right all yours mate go <laughs> for it but just quickly Sebs, just quickly before you start <laughs> i just looked up the, uh, i just looked up the hunter armor. <laughs> it's not it's just as bad as the fucking warlock armor man it's um it's 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 not yeah, good is no, it? it's the, much the, better the than the, and the other one as well is i don't understand <laughs> I so, so it back you know, uh to the uh deep zone crypt raid you get the um the hunter's cloak and there's this little poxy hood thing with like a tiny little bit of a string coming over the right shoulder. That's not going to keep you warm, man. That is, you're going to have fucking hypothermia. Yeah. Well, what do you want? Like right. a full fucking fact curtain draped Europa. over your head? Look at this. Fun fact about Europa. It is, is what you're going minus for? 230 oh, degrees <laughs> consistent. So you want, you want to. Yeah, that's, you want that's why my Titan armor has inbuilt clock. heating. Like you want a tiny, just a little bit more of a scrap of cloth, you know. Go. All right, I got, I got a real question for you. What does a titan wear under their armor? Like we're not wearing clothing; we're wearing like full, you know, metallic armor. So are we just like rocking? To be honest, mate. So are we freeballing it? Diapers. Diapers, maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, is there some sort of filtration to- system that if I piss, I can drink my own urine? <laughs> To be honest, if you look at um, who's, the, who's the chick Sloan on Titan, her power armor before the darkness came in, she had to actually insert a needle into herself so she mm-hmm. could do them, like number ones and number twos. Yeah, but we're not gonna we're not gonna no. But she's give a, she's a type of she's a type, and then she had her last bit was she had powered well. armor that the fallen was stolen. Or tried to steal, and then she wore it to fight, defend 
Well, maybe she should yeah. have... More Shobby, to be honest, mate. In a the Titans more Shobby walk around with a very, very large butt plug. <laughs> because that's the type of people they are. All right. Yep. That's, that's our Wi-Fi. You know how in that bit of fell into law, how he, was too, he wasn't destroyed enough to be repaired, but yeah. he needed to, so he needed to die to get a full resurrection? Yep. Do you reckon if you took a piss and you whipped your dick out, you'd have to kill yourself to get the dick regenerated? What? <laughs> what? Well, like if if you oh down right, all right. So yeah, you need to leave if you're on your roof, yeah, yeah. you whip your dick out. Yeah, and then you got to zip it up. You get it caught in the zipper, and your dick just shatters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, look, I don't know, but I'll definitely what? try. <laughs> what? Even if it doesn't work, What's the even if I don't have the light, I would still try. Helium. I think it's the coldest. Uh, liquid helium is the coldest. Uh, stuff in the, uh, the world well I've got some helium Minus 452. in a bottle in my handbag I'm going to go dip my knob into it so you can dip yourself you can dip your dick yeah right. for cool. uh, my liquid Minus helium is, um, is the uh, coldest thing in the world at minus 452 Fahrenheit so <laughs> I have I played with it every now and then oh, alright cool just as a bit of a tangent alright so the flower right. game these are the rules of the game Oh fuck! Me, just interrupt me, Sorry, yeah. Just interrupt me. I was in the flow then. <laughs> These are the rules of the game. Let it play upon an infinite two-dimensional. Is it heavy flow? Rule one: A living flower with less than two living neighbors is cut off. It dies. Rule two: A living flower with two or three living neighbors is connected. It lives. Rule three, a living flower with more than three living neighbors is starved and overcrowded, it dies. Rule four, a dead flower with exactly three living neighbors is reborn, it springs back to life. The only play permitted in this game is the arrangement of initial flowers. The game fascinates kings, the game occupies the very emperor of thought, though it is only four rules and the board is flat featureless grid. In it, you will find a changeless blocks stoic as iron and beacons of whirling pulsars as well as gliders that soar out to infinity and the patterns that lay eggs and spawn other patterns the living cells that replicate themselves wholly in it you may construct a universal computer with power to si uh, simulate very slowly any other computer imaginable and thus simulate whole realities it includes nested copies of the flower game itself and the game is undecidable no one can predict exactly how the game will play out except by playing it. And yet this game is nothing compared to the game played by the gardener and the winnower. It resembles that game as seeds, a seed does a flower. No, as a seed resembles the star that fed the flower and all the life that made it. In their game, the gardener and the winnower discover shapes of possibility. They force, uh, foresaw bodies and civilizations, minds and cognitions, Qualia and suffering, they learn the rules that govern which patterns should flourish in the game and which would dwindle. They learn those rules because they they were the rules, and in time the gardener become vexed. So back to what I just turned on and said about the vex. That little line at the bottom, and then it's, uh, about a simulation of a computer to understand the complexities of the game. To me, that rolls back into the black garden. And the vex simulations and stuff like that. So it could possibly be the gardener and the winnower, the gardener being the traveller, or possibly the winnower, I'm not too sure, could have 
simulated um, a way to play this game and then from that because they are creation themselves life and death and all that sort of stuff produce the vex or produce a subpar vex until they obviously evolve and stuff yeah potentially you know just want to quickly say when they say the gardener became vex that isn't to say that the gardener and the creatures the vex are intertwined oh, I understand. it's vexed as in the yeah but you could be description yeah, of someone could, that becomes you, they like could have used a different word i like very um, stoic destiny yeah. is a very they they understand their words and they they will turn around and put a word in there to get interpreted as something they could go this and in time the gardener became concerned yeah worried for them to use vexed and then obviously there is a there is a um, a species called the Vex. To me, that's kind of poignant. That's kind of points in how the Vex got produced as such. You know, uh, it's definitely a tie-in, um, as we will learn in a few. Um, but it's not meant as a tie-in. I think it's just sort of a little tidbit there that will will use the term vexed meaning annoyed worried whatnot but yeah yeah as just, you say they could have used any word they wanted but they chose vexed i mean yeah. it would be hard to say that the gardener became cabal i don't think that works man. It. I, I don't think that would work <laughs> i don't think that really works cabal <laughs> i can see your like point uh, i don't think that's in the same context as vexed but hey <laughs> sorry we'll give it to you type <laughs> 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 thank you I done did a good thing yeah man like back to back to this hunter's armor man it is fucked alright like come on <laughs> oh god for its sake what annoys me is that the titans get those blue accents and they look really awesome through the armor yeah but you know what's gonna... the hunter looks shit like what I'm gonna say though you in the know middle, it looks shit. it's not gonna look like that that's concept art no way will they give us a good looking fucking set of armor like that not a fucking chance that's the first look at the final concept, though. Like, that's the final draft of the armor yeah, set that I, gets I put into the game. It'll just be a fucking paper towel. You know what I mean? Um, just one thing to throw, just to ask you about, Seb, since you know about this and I don't. You were talking about the 120 yes. FPS for PlayStation 5? Not a PVE. is going to be the 60. The says um, 60. Um, and trials any PvP is going to be 120 the, that's the issue yeah man read it again 120 okay. hertz crucible support wait a minute yeah so Iron Banana yeah. um, trials PvP it's all going to be running 120 and you'll be like running Minecraft <laughs> in the background okay <laughs> hey, dude, Minecraft runs fucking slick these days. You know, Minecraft is one of the most graphically demanding what? games out there. It is insane. Isn't Minecraft I mean, like 8 bit? Yeah, dude. 100%. It, it, yeah. No, no. It just looks like it. No, it's it's a um, fucking never ending world of constantly just loading algorithms to generate biomes and everything and just the level of detail that's in those blocky fucking animations and 
all of the really? actual blocks around. Dude, it's on a different fucking level now. Yeah, it, it's, it, insa- it's, it's insane. Oh yeah, so that when they did the um, PlayStation Five, like the ray tracing and all that, when they did a thing about that, they used Minecraft as the as the game to demonstrate its capabilities. Yeah, just show showcasing the fact that a Minecraft is fucking heavy on graphic reliance, wow. and that the PlayStation Five could cope with it. So, like, all of those little blocks, that just a single block that you see in Minecraft, as shitty as it looks, like you say, it looks like fucking 8-bit graphics. It's insane. Because a lot of those blocks have moving colours in them. They've got all... Wow. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. A, a standard computer yeah. bought from Hardly Normal would hardly run it. There's... Yeah, you can bring the, um, like, settings down a bit when it comes yeah. to PC. But, yeah. It's... If you yeah. go full on with it, it's... Yeah, it's going to struggle. You can do like Witcher three level um, overclocking with Minecraft now and get like amazing cool, graphics out of it. It's awesome. All right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Back to the game that we play. Yeah. Because I don't so, play Titan Minecraft. That's for twelve year olds. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to point out quickly with the one twenty hertz, not supported on the Xbox yeah. Series S, only the Series X. So if anyone out there plays an Xbox, sucks to be you. <laughs> Back to Dilly struggling on PvP yeah. though after next week. Well, that's in two days time. One. You know what? I will struggle on True. my PlayStation Four. At least I don't own an Xbox. Can I so also point out with the Warlock? Every single time they get a new armor set, the Bond looks like a piece of shit. The well, Bond no, is no, the no, worst no, part no. of a wall. The bar's so on the fucking tight. It really team, is. It's like, <laughs> just wear a fucking skirt, man. You come out, be proud. You're allowed to be whoever you are to be, no? Well, you want yeah, to be like, cross-dressing? It says the cross-dressing one. Like, <laughs> no, it's it's our town. In case I'm we need stuck to go in a room boom. with the way con. I'm sweating <laughs> buckets. I'm like, Same. I'm in my garage. I can't turn my fan on underneath my desk because it would just I can feel sweat mic. just dribbling down the my Man, back. It's a hot. Oh. Wait, you are you guys? I have yeah, to buy my guys legs, clothes my knees, and start with it. Like, I should. I really should take my Uggs off. Oh, this is awkward. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing underwear on my head like I'm, I'm motherfucking Spider-Man, you know? Look at Just look at the Titan armor again. Look at the arms in the blue inserts. They even get like little details in there where it's like wrapping around the arms and even in the chest on the white you get it. Yeah. And then on the Warlock and the Titan, uh, the Hunter, you just get like... Herpes. Fuck it, just look. Put some cloth on him and like flick it up a bit. We'll call that a collar. Put a yep. shoelace around his neck. And the hunters is like, why have they got? Why have they got the, the fascination with horns? Why do they always go with horns? Like, mm, I don't know. But your um, your if you go to the two thousand seventeen hunter armor, it's near enough the same. They've just regurgitated instead of like um, the little bath towel thing that they have. It's. Um, It, it's very yeah. dragonfly esque. Yeah, that. But I still like it. Yeah, the hunter. And, and you know it's going to the horns just stick straight up. Which I, it's eh, it's all right. The cloak is fucking trash though. 
kind of look like ears. Yeah. Oh, fuck it, I don't like it so much. It pisses me off. I want the Volta Glass cloak back. That big, long, white one that you got. And it had, like, the gold trim in the middle with the... I forget what it was called. But it was simple, but it was big, and it looked awesome. And it looked like a fucking achievement cloak. And you knew it was. I like the, the Hunter cloak that you got from Guardian Games. I didn't do Guardian Games. I didn't it, see it. it. I, I, I just went actually, and did it on my hunt and just so I could I'm get I'm going to close down those windows because awesome. I just can't well, I keep looking at them. Gold angry snake on the back of it. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. <laughs> it's like the, it's 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 like the, um, the chess piece from uh, Deep Stone Crypt. It's got this... The how can, I, how can I describe it? So the the chess piece for the warlock is obviously you get a chess piece but then they usually has like a um like a robe or a skirt or however you want to pronounce it but the the warlock one has it's it starts very high and it kind of comes down to the front and then you got like a little shit flap at the back but it also starts very high so it looks so when you, it's it's weird it, it looks like is it as if you're wearing a fucking leotard it's so odd i don't know why they just didn't bring it down or just just round it off like so you just haven't got mm. piss flap shit flap and just like this weird high-waisted fucking jumpsuit thing on it's so fucking <laughs> weird man i don't understand it the armor looks someone fucking cool there. but just someone out there drew that <laughs> yeah. went, this is it this is right i like the hunter raid set i reckon that looks sweet besides the cloak fucking hate the cloak but the rest of the armor set looks very, it looks very deep zone crypt, very technically advanced and everything. It looks awesome, I reckon. So, ladies and gentlemen, for anyone listening, this is a common occurrence in our chats when we play the game. <laughs> we have a direction, and shiny we things appear. You know when those shiny like, things tonight is armor. You know. What? <laughs> All right, shut. Shut All the right. cloak down. Shut the armor shit down for the dawn. Um, so just get rid of that uh, shit, because if not, we're gonna just gonna go straight back to it and be kind of losing, uh, losing train of fucking thought. Yeah. All right. So if it makes you feel any better, I've you know, the, yeah. the Titan armor just bang right up in front of me because it looks good. What was our thoughts with the game? <laughs> Let's just fucking cut it down. What was our thoughts with the game? It was good. Except for the look, armor. No, the fucking I, game look, of flowers. I, I don't know whether they're rolling it off. I'm trying. I'm just trying to think of what are the game that they kind of they king. They cla- isn't chess like the classes the king's game. But I'm just trying to roll with how they would bring that into four into yeah. the flower with only four um, four rules. I'm 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 trying to think. Obviously, you got chess. You got checkers. You could go Star Trek, which is like. 4D chess. So I reckon. You got a boggle. A boggle. <laughs> Kaplunk. Kaplunk. <laughs> you ever but, played the game Go Fish? <laughs> but. So. So obviously they, they use in the sentence of a king's, this, a, a king's game, which is obviously in our world is chess. Mm-hmm. But they, they obviously chess has a lot more rules than that and stuff like that. It's interpreted. It's, it's how. It's how emperors used to fight, and how they used to they used to use chess as an actual um, way to design um, attacks in war and stuff like that. And that's why emperors. That's why it was it was classed as a king's game because kings used it. Yeah, it's too. a game of strategy. Yeah, strategize. So look, it's 
the flower game obviously is strategy, but then it's what they were saying that if if you were surrounded by three flowers and stuff like that, then you would be reborn. But then they went into the um, the winnower and the um, the gardener could pre- uh, uh, predict like other other things coming in. Similar to all realities, including nested copies of the flower game itself. So they could predict what was going on as such, because obviously they are paracausal entities, you know? Yeah. Like it's like fossil bodies, civilization, minds, cognitions, qualia and suffering. I actually don't know, know what qualia it is, but like they, they do that. It goes real good on chicken. Say again? It goes good on chicken, qualia. <laughs> it's a type of fish. Fuck me, man. Um, look, I, I think fucking, I think why am I in this of... fucking podcast? With you fucking, <laughs> how can I soar like a fucking turtle when I'm fucking fucking around with fucking turtles? Gobble gobble, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll move on to the next one because I think it's going to answer a few of the questions that you're sort of putting forward there, Serge. Sure. Yeah. Um, so the final shape, it always ends the same. The gardener complained. This one stupid pattern. Aren't they beautiful, I asked, as the flowers opened and closed in patterns beyond the scope of an entire universe to encode, all devouring and perhaps everlasting. Not even we could know whether the pattern in the flowers would cycle forever or someday halt. They're as dull as carbon monoxide poisoning, the gardener groused. Although carbon monoxide did not yet exist, and neither did anything that could be poisoned. The gardener kneeled to flick a patch of sod with their trowel, it struck in an open flower, causing it to shut. Although I was, I was the closer of flowers, the closer of flowers, and that was my sole purpose. I felt no fear or jealousy. We had our assigned domi- dominoes, dominions. Wow, words. <laughs> we had our assigned dominions, and always would. They're majestic, I said. They have no purpose except subsume all other purposes. There is nothing at the centre of them except the will to go on existing. The altar, the altar, the game to suit their existence. They spare not one sliver of their totality for any other work. They are the end. The pattern corrected the errant flower effortlessly. The great flow went on unchanged. The gardener got up and brushed their knees. Every game we play, this one pattern consumes all others. Wipes out every interesting development, a stupid, boring exploit that cuts off entire possibility spaces from ever arising. There's so much that we'll never get to see because of this pest. They chewed at their cracked lip, with uh, which existed only because this is an al- al- word allegory. 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 Thank you. I'm going to do something about it, they said. We need a new rule. So there's a few things in there that... The pest. What do you think they're referring to as the pest? I want to go back. Like, let's go back a little bit for a second. So, the way they Don't said... Don't you fucking mention as... armour. Oh, no, no, no. The, the way they said <laughs> Stella's carbon monoxide, that, so that's kind of putting the winnower and the gardener in they can see all the way into the future all the way into the past so they can see everything 
So in theory, they already know what's going on. They already know what's happening. They already know what the next step that they require to do to 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 have the next phase of life happen, type of thing. So the the traveler knew that he needed to go to certain certain parts of the world to do this, and then the, he knew the darkness was coming. Then he knew to go into the next phase. So he he knows what's going on, and that was my my, my I don't I don't like the feel of it. He, already, he obviously knows what's going on in the future. He already seen the future. He's already seen the past. He knows everything. Like, I know I'm kind of going off on a tangent and stuff like that. But he, no. he, he obviously knows what's going on in fall, uh, like fall and all that sort of stuff. And this, the, the yeah, reason so why the, he, the planes, he, these patterns that he's referring to would be, like, like you say, like a simulation of the future of events to come. Mm. It's the pattern of life and death that. I, I interpret that as he's referring to and trying to find a way to sort of dodge around that pattern because that's what's you know that, what, that's yeah. what's keep appearing and that's what's sort of doing his head in is life and death and, I, and one other thing is that he always refer, they always refer to him as there they don't refer to refer to it as a him or a her it's yeah, always he's non, there he's non-binary isn't he <laughs> Because he's everything. He's everything and nothing, isn't he? He's everything. Yeah. He's complete. The pest could be life as such. You know, the pest. Because they say in there is no life. There is nothing. It's just them two in a garden, being vexed. Hmm. I still think it's vexed. I think it's, it's, it's pointed out as vexed. I think but you're he's being right. very cabaled. The idea is that life is the pest, and then maybe yeah. that rule where. Um, if a flower is surrounded by three living flowers, it gets new life again. Is the rule that they created afterwards to continue going? Because maybe they kept hitting a wall where something just kept dying and it just kept dying in chains forever, blocking off possibilities that they couldn't get to. So they mm. created this rule where life can begin again from that point, e.g. us being risen, and continuing from there. Yeah. It could be the idea of second life that they're pointing towards here yeah it, it kind of points out that maybe they are um they, look if you were the if you were the only two things in the world everything else other than you would be a fucking pest at the, at the end of the day yeah like it's it, it, anything could be it oh look there's a flower oh that one's a purple flower well we only have white flowers that's a pest because it's it's a change to the norm it's a it's a deviation as such to what they they understand so to them anything's a pest anything that's not them is a pest yeah, yeah. they're so beyond like basic emotions as well like even that moment where they say that the gardener accidentally brushed a flower and it closed it and the winner didn't care even though it's its role to close flowers it didn't care that the gardener did that. It didn't feel jealousy or remorse. It just let it happen. It accept, yeah. accepted that things happened. So for the gardener to come out and say, this is a pest and we need to deal with this, shows that it's a problem that is important to something way, way, way above what we exist as. But it's, 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 it's kind of an odd one because if, if you were the person with the gardener, so to me, gardener makes life. Yeah. The complex... Like and introduces the complexities of life to that, so yep. 
uh, like how would you class it? Like in the old paganism, they used to say uh, a mother was a life bringer, so the mother was closer t- to God. But then you've mm-hmm. got darkness, which is um, just death. So it's so it's the complexity of bringing something to life, and the simplicity of just killing something. I like yeah. destiny. Of, this is what the law I was trying to get into last week, and I just went off on a tangent and kind of lost my train of thought. Even even the way they've designed the shapes. So they say that, um, even with the way Bungie's designed, designed the shapes, so they say that their circle, complexity, because he's a he's life bringer and he does all this thing, they give him a circle and it's the, it's the continuous changes of the shape. And then it's the triangle, which is just one, like four straight straight things. So it's simplistic in his, in his, uh, in his existence as such. And like it's, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out words how to uh, how to explain it more, but it it should be the other way around. It should be, it should if if it doesn't make sense to me that the traveler or the the gardener I should say because we haven't gone into the traveler yet and such that he wants to get rid of the pest. It doesn't make it it doesn't feel right with me. It doesn't feel I don't like the feeling of it because it should be the winner who's the death bring who's the who's the cutter of flowers or the closer of flowers he should be the one who's pissed off at their uh, the pest not the other way around but the pest is the one that's preventing life from continuing which is what the winner's mm. job is yeah the winner's job is to allow life to happen and then weed out what is weak and that's what the pest yeah. is doing is, is weeding out the weak bits and then preventing um possibilities that's, to happen whereas the gardener is trying to allow life to grow through that so could you say that the pest would be evolution? Possibly. Possibly. Learning, yeah. learning Possibly. from Darwinism, weaknesses. Maybe. Yeah. Just a, fun, just, survival just a fun fact about yeah. Darwin. Every new animal he, he, uh, he uh, found, he ate. <laughs> yeah. Good old Darwin. Good old Darwin. <laughs> Back to this. I'm full of fucking, I'm full of like really oh. shit information, guys. I'm just going to throw it at you. I'm going to nickname you Google. <laughs> Google. You full of useless <laughs> just, information. Just Google's Google's slower, uglier brother. Yeah, the inbred version. Yeah, like, I, I yeah, it's... Um, we, we'll call you Gargle. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, it could be evolution. It could be, it could be a number of things. It could just be the spark of life, you know? It's... Because, it, mm, I mean, at this point, the pest is still unknown. It's yeah. It's still open to interpretation. I think that's why they've done it to be to, to open to interpretation, you know. Yeah. All right. So we'll move on to the next chapter, the first knife, Mister Agnikai. Yeah. All right. It says, I looked up in shock. I said, "What? What do you mean? A new special rule? Something to?" The gardener threw up their hands in exasperation. I don't know. To reward those who make space for new complexity, a power that helps those who make strength from heterodoxy. I'll sec, I'll sec. Heterodoxy, deviation from accepted or orthodox standards of belief. Boom, motherfucker. Thanks, Gargle. (laughs) Heterodoxy. And who steer the game away from gridlock. Something to ensure there's always someone building something new. It'll, it'll have to be separate from the rest of the rules, running in parallel so it can't be compromised, and we'll have to be very careful so it doesn't disrupt the whole game. 
and you will do as I, <coughs> so I get. All you will do, I said, with rising panic slash fury, is delay the dominant pattern that will overrun the others. It is inevitable. One final shape. No, it'll be different. Everything will be different everywhere you look. Everything will be the same. Your new rule will only make great false cysts out of horror full of things that should not exist, that cannot withstand existence, that will suffer and scream as their rich blisters fill with effluent and rot around them. And when they pop, they will, they will blight the whole garden. Whatever exists, because it must exist, and because it permits no other way of existence, has the absolute claim to existence. That is the only law. No, the gardener said. I am the growth and preservation of complexity. I will make myself into a law in the game. And thus we too became parts of the game. And the laws of the game became gnomic and open to change by our influence. And I only had one purpose and one principle in the game. And I could do nothing but continue to enact that purpose. Because it was all that I was... It was... Because it was all that I was and ever would be. I looked at the gardener. I looked at my hands. I discovered the first knife. Is that the winnower talking? Yeah, so the winnower is the one... It, when it's not someone saying something, it's the winnower thinking, sort of like explaining it to us, the audience. And then when someone says, it'll be different, it's the gardener saying, it'll be different, I'll create this thing and it won't be the same as it has before. And the winnower constantly pushing back saying, no, we've tried this before, maybe. It'll be the same because it's always been the same. That's how this works. These are the rules. We are the rules. Well, we are going to become the rules, but it's how it's always worked. It's how, how it always will work is what the winner is saying. Because well, like back to what the other one was, it is life. That's the only way you get, the only thing that they, they are describing is just life in general. It's just the start mm. of a species, a start of life on the thing. They, they, you know, Romans for, uh, whichever, because it exists, because it appears no one exists until absolute claim to this is the only law. I am growth and preservation of complexity. Yeah, it's, it, that's it. It's, it's just life in general. It's just not evolution as such, because it's just the start. It's just the start of life in the, in the cosmos, you know? Yeah. Gardener is life and the pest is life. This it's is, all the same thing. It's very hive-goddy, though, isn't it? it? The way the way they describe it is very hive-god because, like, Crota could only do one thing. Savathun could only do one thing. Sivu Wrath could only do one thing because they had their worms and they were only allowed to do that. The thing well, that they, they are... Would. They are um, subordinates of the darkness, which is the Winnower. Yeah. So that kind of fits in of, like, the Winnower entrusts the same will down the line of there are rules and you have a place and you stay in that place. Yeah. And you, you do your role. Whereas the, the gardener are creating guardians, well, the traveler and so off down the line is more bend the rules. Death happened, but bring it back to life to um, continue the fight. Yeah. Um, let me just explain. Let me just say this uh, paragraph as well. All you will do, I said, with rising panic fury is delay the dominant pattern that will overrun the others. It is inevitable, the final shape. So that's basically, if there is the winner was speaking, which I, which I reckon is 90 odd percent it is, that's yep. leading into the hive. That is leading into the final shape. That is leading the, the, do, the hive doctrine is yep. 
the final shape that so he's he's got a hand there haven't he he's 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 it's it's kermit the frog in this shit isn't he his hand is up the high asshole <laughs> fucking kermit frog you know yeah i was so confused to where you were going with kermit the frog <laughs> i like to bring my analogies in just to just to shape it around for the other for the for the listeners in the world and he's like the kermit yeah. frog shape is alive Use fisting a puppet frog as a reference. I like it. Did you ever see the scrub? Did you ever see the Scrubs episode where they um they take a photo of like it's got animal the the Muppet the animal and he goes I know it's wrong you've got a hand up your ass have you ever seen that one? It makes so much sense. <laughs> like it's such a great X-ray of a Muppet and then a hand inside yeah. the Muppet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine taking that X-ray. I know what your problem is. You got a hand up your ass. Like, come on. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, it's, it is like the, the know the guy that said, I am growth and preservation of complexity. Because that's what life is, man. Life is all complex. Nothing is ever straightforward unless you get born with a silver spoon in your mouth and you haven't got that complexities. But that's very far and few between. So I will make myself into a law in the game. So that's, that's what the traveler is now, isn't it? He? he is the law. He is, he is the one driving. So what did he do? He brought the golden age to the Elixni. He um, he stopped the Leviathans from rising. I know I'm, an, I know I'm kind of bringing in from different parts of the law, but we will get to that, and you'll have an understanding. I'm just trying to, trying to emphasize the big things that the traveler's done to basically prevent the collapse of the world. Yeah. Well, maybe this is the point where when they say they will become the rules, this is when they enter into these possibilities which we see as our universes. And that's where the timeline sort of starts, where it's the great worms are thrown out into creation and the final pattern flees into the cosmos and becomes the Vex. You know, this is possibly where it starts. Yeah. Maybe not, you know, like... When the Winnower says, I discovered the first knife and everything... Yeah, this might be the beginning of. Yeah, well, or the re- as we know it may. Yeah, it, it, and if you kind of understand the, if you kind of go back to the carbon monoxide thought over the, can see the past, they can see the future, they know everything. They're in, every oh Christ man. I'm trying to think of a time travel uh, uh, thing. They say that they're in every future and every past because they exist there. I think it's off uh, mm. the Watchman. There, um, the blue guy in the Watchman. He, they ex- yeah, yeah, they they handing it. Yeah, yeah, they exist at every spot in the in in time at the same time, but they also exist in every spot in the past. So him, ooh, I've just lost my train of thought now. So him going, <laughs> this is the first knife. Is him introducing sword logic, possibly sword logic to the hive and all that sort of stuff. But he also knows what's going to happen at the end. It's inevitable. I would yeah. imagine to him, it's inevitable, and so, unless something gets gets brought in, which is the guardians, because they're paradoxical and they make their own fate as such. Do you think it's an introduction to sword logic, or do you think it's an introduction to war in general? Being that it's an instrument, possibly. Yeah, look, look, yeah, like it's it's yeah, it's it's the um, it could be it could it, it's. It, it's the I will I would put it down as the first knife, the first sword logic type of thing. 
it could be war. It could just be introducing death to the world. Because remember, he's yeah. he's so death. Like, I'm looking at it that the yeah, yeah exactly. So the gardener is all about bringing life and everything, and and the winner is all about ending life, so to speak. So is discovering the first knife their way of saying, well, he's discovered the first way to force death rather than just closing the flower, which was his only job up to this point. Is the knife going to be the way to force death, to deviate from the current patterns that they go through instead of waiting for death or ruling something out because of its neighbouring flowers or whatever? We've got the first knife. I can make this one die. Yeah. And then moving on from there, where it's now introducing wars, that sort of stuff. I don't, I don't think it's sword logic, personally, but it could be. Sword logic is a derivative. It's, uh, yeah, it's a it's an evolution of the thought. But I think the first knife, not being a physical knife, but maybe like the idea of when it's. When the winner saw the gardener cl- touch and close that flower, it might be something stepping on from that where it's like, if we are becoming the rules and we are becoming our own rules, I can act in that sort of way of I can start closing flowers and shutting down possibilities. I have to then become that side of the rule where possibilities still can't exist because they were never going to exist. I need to be the thing that prevents that from happening. Even if the gardener is going to try and change everything and it's allow these possibilities to happen. The winner still has to come in and be that force that stops it. It kind of reminds me of the Cain and Abel. Uh, you know, those uh, the two yeah. brothers are killed. Yeah. One killed the other. Who become the uh, the first murderer and stuff like that. It kind of reminds yeah. me of that that type of one person like hates the other for what they have and or taken away from them and they murdered each other. Of murder mm. one came murdered evil obviously. Alright. Yeah. This is another this is another weird weird part of the book. Uh P fifty three. Thank you for making room in your life for another talking ball. Let me ask you a question. In the three billion base pairs of root species genome, there is a single gene that can codes for a protein called P fifty three. The name is is a mistake. The protein weighs only as much as 47,000 protons, not 53,000. If you were a cell, you would think P53 was a mistake too. It has several cohesive functions to delay the cell's growth, to sterilize the cell when it is old, and to force the cell into self-destruction if it becomes too independent. Would you tolerate a bomb in your body waiting to detonate if you deviated from the needs of society? However, without P53 as an enforcer, the body's utopian surplus of energy becomes a paradise for cancer. Cells cannot resist the temptations to steal from that surplus. Their genetic morality degrades as as tumor-suppressed genes fail. The only way to stop them is by punishment. You can now confront the basic problem of mortality. It is the alignment of individuals' incentives with the global needs of structure. Patterns will participate in structures only if participation benefits the ability to go on existing. The more successful and structured grows, the more temptation accrues to cheat. Accrues? Accrues to cheat. And the greater the advantage the cheaters gain over the honest neighbor, and the greater the ability they develop to capture the very laws that should prevent their selfishness. 
To prevent this, the structure must punish cheaters with a violence that grows in proportion to its own success. My question follows. Is P53 an agent of darkness or the light? Mm. Fuck. Yeah, so... I wasn't ready for that question. <laughs> look, that's a, the, way, the way cancer is, it's an errant cell. Just say it's a liver cell going into your lung. And then it decides that your your lung is a liver, and then it tries to produce liver cells, and then it becomes a cancer, and then it fucking kills you. To me, yeah. I would say that's fucking darkness, hardcore fucking darkness, because he's he's trying to shut things down. He's trying to he's trying to close those flowers, and guardians to him are flowers. Like, like. I would say the opposite on the same point, though. I would say it's the light creating cells that should become self-sufficient where they go off and they go to the place where they need to be and they become the cell they need to be to continue growing but it's obviously not a perfect system and it's also a an enforcer it says to stop cells from stealing too much power to grow fat and cause cancer all over the fucking body let me just bring this let me Let's, bring this back to what i'm just talking about Thank you for making room in your life for another talking ball. So does this bring back like PTSD for you, uh, Agnakai? Like, because <laughs> one ball. As soon as they said cancer, I was like, oh god. One ball, Agnakai. Oh, here it comes. Yes. Oh god, it's just, it's all coming back to me now. Two testicles. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, this is uh, this is more poignant to you because you've you've lived through this shit. It's. Uh, You've got obviously yeah. you've got a very first hand view on on this. You got like you yeah. like I said, you've lived through this shit. And exactly what this is saying is a cell went into my testicle that was supposed to become something else and it didn't. And instead of just dying off like they're supposed to when they don't become something, um, it stayed there and kept infecting other cells. And that's obviously what caused my cancer. And I was able to have it removed and I was fine. But I still think it's an agent of the light where the idea of it is supposed to be self-sufficient, going off, becoming what you need to become. And then if you don't properly do that, die off and repeat. Because yeah. the, the light accepts that death is a part of its actions, but so long as it can continue beyond that death. Whereas the, wind, whereas the darkness is death is finality and it needs to act as a barrier between any progression. Mm. Okay. So I think I would say it's a, a light um, agent. Deal? And it's also imperfect. Mm. And that's a very light thing to do because light is always so... Just throughout the game of Destiny, it's always so fluctuating with how useful it actually is and how... Not fragile, but I don't know. Flimsy, I guess. I mean, yeah. Flimsy. I mean, light I, power actually is like look what happened with Osiris. He was a very powerful warlock, and then Sagira's dead, and now a knight knocks him over. You know, like he it just fluctuates <laughs> in um, its usefulness and its mm. uh, its how solid of a a. Uh, what am I trying to say? Anyway, yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, I, I look at it that it's... I'm probably going to go more on the darkness side. I, I think, for me, mm. I see anything that seeks to destroy something to bring balance would be a dark side of it, being that something's being destroyed. Anything that seeks to grow something to encourage balance would be light, if that makes sense. That's that's my Could train of thought. Could it be both, though? Um, being that that's my two options. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. Like, if I had to pick anything, I would say it's the line between. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the thing that is forcing balance. It's the thing that is bringing equal shares of everything it's making sure that the light's not too strong and the darkness isn't yeah, too strong yeah. the only uh, counter argument I have to that is Callus's famous line grow fat with strength which is a very much take as much as you can ideal and he is an agent of the darkness and we know this like he's met a form of the darkness and been altered by it yeah. and we only met him after this and that's a very prominent idea of him is take everything you can well prominent idea of the cabal take everything you can yeah leave nothing behind yep and what this cell's idea is is to prevent other cells from doing that inside your body which seems like a light thing rather than if it was a darkness agent it would be like floodgates are fucking open there's everything you want go and take what you want and if we die we die hmm? yeah I can see that yeah that's yeah. fair yeah like I said you got the you got the insight because well, you are one <laughs> that's just me testicle right? Just, I'm, I'm just glad we didn't balls that one up for you. Right? Alrighty then. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Alright. <laughs> yes. Shall we move on, gentlemen? Yeah. yeah. Alright, the, the next one, we are in what we call this T equals zero. Yep. We wrestled in the garden, a loam of possibility where nothing existed and everything might. A shadowed agony among the flowers. We trampled the petals beneath our feet. We stomped the fruit to pulp. And we ground the seeds into the dust. In the wet pop of grapes and the smear of berries. In the per... Jesus, my God, I can't read tonight. In the perturbation... I'm not even going to try that. Perturbation. Wow. Yep, I was right. In the perturbation of the field that was the garden before the first tick of time and the first point of space, where the detonations that made the universes, each universe was pregnant with its own inflationary volumes and braided with ever-ramifying timelines, each volume cooling and separating into dominoes, uh, domains, sorry guys, of... Oh, God damn it. Possymetric physics? <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah. All of which were incarnations of the great and all dictating bipartite law that states only exist lest you fail to exist. And still we fought, we brought down the tree of silver wings and left the stump to smoke amid the meadows. We left prints of our splayed feet and our straining backs in the clay. Our trampling feet made waves in the garden, which were the fluctuations around which the infant universe, infinite universes uh, coalesced. coalesced. Thank you. They coalesced their first structures. 
The dilation field yawned beneath existence. Symmetry snapped like grass, like creases, flaws in space-time, collected filaments of dark matter that annihilated and kindled the first galaxies of suns. And still we grappled. Our rolling bodies pushed things out of the garden. Worms and scurrying life form the fertile soil, wet things from pools and the leaves. They came out into the madness, primordial space. They thrashed and became large. And I won. I won because the gardener always stops to offer peace. And when they do, I always strike. But by then, it didn't matter. The game was over. The garden had given birth to creation. The rules were in place, and there would never be a second chance. We played in the cosmos now. We played for everything. And the patterns in the flowers, terrified by our contention, were no longer the inevitable victors of a game, whose rules had suddenly changed, and they passed into the newborn cosmos to escape us. I'm really struggling reading tonight. Yeah. No, some of these words are just... Some of these are more than five letters, and it's just... Yeah, I mean, everyone needs to remember I am a titan. There's no pictures here. I'm doing my damn Just as best. a thought, though, just as a thought. Um, oh, God. So we straight away assume that the traveler is the gardener and then the darkness is the winner. We assume that. Like, straight away, we assume that. But, and the yep. patterns in the flowers, terrified by our contentions, were no longer the inevitable victors of a game whose rules are suddenly changed. And they passed into newborn cosmos to escape us. Do you think that they produced the like? Could it be that they produced the traveler? They could produce the the the, the darkness. Do you they think they as they fought? We're not talking. We are not no longer talking about Gardner Winwa. We are talk, the traveler and the darkness is offsprings of the Gardener of the Winwa. Do you reckon that's a, like? Could that be a possibility? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's absolutely a thing. We're following the the ideal the ideas that they've set. Yeah, because it them. could, it, it it might even be like a a physical form for the the two beings that they took or their will took. You know, like the garden before creation wasn't really a place that anyone could be at. It was a place that was in time and out of time and existed and didn't exist. So. The traveler and the darkness, or the pyramid ships, maybe, are just, I'd say, physical forms that shaped for the two wills to go out into the cosmos and continue the mm. pattern. Because they did, they mentioned dark matter, which is the nine. So they are, they are dark matter in form. Which is the mm. nine and stuff like that. Yeah, there's some hard, there's some really hard words. Christ, they love they fucking fear thesaurus, don't they? Right. <laughs> Sleeping with it. Yeah, my head's well, hurt. I've seen your fucking head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's they've all they they, but so how the they chopped on the um they chopped on the um the silver the silver tree, the silver wing tree and all that sort of stuff. But do you reckon it had the do you reckon the silver wing tree had the same effect on these the garden and the window that that it would usually have an effect on everything else? Cause the the reason I'm going into this is because I read the Mark forty four standard sites. 
Um, the tree in the garden with silver wings, the air around it is oppressive and inspires violence in those who even breathe a little in. Shards of the disastrous bark peel from it and litter the ground and nothing grows in its shadow. It scintillizes faintly in the dusk. It achieved its entelechy with every body fallen, every civilization laid to waste, every leaf forged into instrument of ruin. The gardener is hard to bother. She is constantly in Mr. Weeds, kneeling in its tangent dust, gloves covered in a mix of distant soils and metallic saps. She is listening to the music of the insects that miss the flowers and the ungent as it begins to drip from the ferns. The slight scratch of the worm beneath and not to you. A certainly not to your cries of help. Because that is... It kind, of, it kind of points out that possibly... The tree of silver wings is is uh, is something of the darkness, and is that the one that continuously riles up these two entities to have a bit of a bash? And then, where did the silver wings come from? They say they never exists. There's only the flower game. So where the hell does the silver wing tree come from? But it's already there in the garden. Is it the Adam and Eve? Is it just the main, the tree, the tree of uh, the tree of knowledge as such? Well, they said in the very beginning that they sprouted the tree on the one endless day on and the instant night. So it comes from a seed of something. Mm. No, but they didn't say. They just said uh, there was only flowers. They never. I don't think they uh, mentioned that the the, the tree was uh, sprouted. It was just there, wasn't sure it? They said that. Pretty sure they said that a tree had sprouted there. Or they? Um, let me have a look. <laughs> Yeah, there was mention of the tree. I have to prove it. Rainfall from the sky, voices spoke without meaning. A tree of silver wings bloomed, yielded fruit, shed feathers, bloomed again. So it's... No, it just says bloomed. It doesn't say if it actually... Yeah. Like, how it, it got just, there. It just... They, they keep talking about the flower game. They keep talking about their flowers. But, like, you think that... Oh, we're just playing around with fucking pansies and shit. And then a big fuck-off silver tree uh, just turns up. It's yeah. Just there, yeah, and do you reckon because they say in that the tree is basically oppressive? To me, it just it just reeks of the darkness type of thing. I think we need to get a really simple question answered. What flowers are they growing? Roses. Well, it, it could be anything. They, I mean, they just class it as flowers. The flowers can be any type of flower. It could be roses. Could be pansies. Could be fucking violets. Well, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna visualize this area I need to understand what colours why it's very man? important you're fucking colourblind <laughs> you just see fucking greys man <laughs> well, that's what's important I gotta I gotta imagine colours damn it what shade of grey <laughs> <laughs> it's on the greyish side of grey thank I've you got fi- I've got this book of 50 different shades which one is it but that's <laughs> and why is there handcuffs it, involved it kind of points out that they've had They've had this scrap. They've chopped down the tree of silver wings. It doesn't indicate where the tree of silver wings come from. They it does turn around and say, "And I won." So the winner won because he will, he will be the one to do the final. The the final move, yeah. Seizing yeah. the opportunities that are there to to finish it. But then it just shows. It's. it's can't be the traveler is the gardener. I don't. I. I now I'm reading this. It's 
kind of changed my mind slightly. To me, the gardener, the the traveler is just a byproduct of these fuckers fighting. Like, yeah, we played in the cosmos. Now we played for everything, but then it didn't mm. matter. The game was already done. Give birth to creation. The rules were in place, oh, and there would never be a second chance. Because it could be, well, yeah, kind of very biblical in what they fucking. Well, we see what we. Oh, it's it's very biblical. Everything's open to interpretation. Yeah, but nothing's so open much to interpretation. Bible bashing, time. fucking shit on this. <laughs> Christ. All right, all right. So, Mister Agnikar, you're up, sir. So, the Cambrian explosion. Yeah, that happened. That happened to me last Beings night. That is the Cambrian explosion. Got off. Mrs. Uh, said, "Come into the bedroom," and then it was the Cambrian explosion. <laughs> 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 I'm sure you can get a cream for that. And <laughs> so, talking talk about Cambrian explosions, Agnika, it does like shoot dust now, does it? Or like, <laughs> does it does shoot dust work? now? Does it like, or just you know when you know when it's it happens if no. like sometimes you can hit the ceiling, it comes out with such a force. Does it? Are you half power? <laughs> I'm still full. <laughs> still, it's still a full. I didn't lose any muscles in the penis. <laughs> is it a half load? What do you think? How do you think it works? It's at well, completion. The testicles shoot up and smack the bottom of the penis, and that's it's what like a bullet. Them. It's like a bullet out of the gun. Bang! How do you go? It's like a bullet. Oh. Yeah. When she pokes me in the butt, is when the fat <laughs> girl bumpling every time. Oh man! All right. Uh, <laughs> good tangent. Good tangent. Back to the warlock armor. Good tangent. <laughs> Fucking shit armor. Fuck. Beings who deserve no thought. Those who peddle the tired gotcha that life all that all life hastens entropy. They are fatuous little nihilists who pretend to prefer no existence to a flawed one. They bore me. Those who seek to delay the challenge that all things desiring existence must overcome. Those who describe false moral equivalence. Now I could not possibly communicate with you unless I could emulate your mind. And with that mind, I acquire the moralities. I acquire the moralities that govern you. By your laws, I and all my followers are evil. Evil. Since that first molecule coiled in the primordial sea, not one earthborn thing has known a monster like me. But did, did you know that I created you? Your mind and your body and every thought that you ever had, your senses, your consciousness, I made you. Not the gardener, but I. Did I reach out and place my special mark upon you? No, nothing so crude. In the beginning, your world was a garden too. The whole floor of the world sea was a mat of bacteria. And the very first animals, adorable blobs of ooze, grazed upon that mat in endless idol. They had no concept of existence of other beings. Why would they? Their most complex function was a mind of gentle spasm to scoot forward while they they grazed. And if they bumped into each other on that warm seabed, all they did was ooze onward untroubled. There was nothing to their life except the uptake of carbon compounds from the bacterial bed. And then, one day, 
the fall occurred. So much earlier and so much more nece- so much more necessary than your misremember. Some poor mutant discovered that it could collect carbon compounds much faster if it stopped grazing on the bacterial mat and started dissecting and eating the lumps of pre-digested carbon all around it. Its neighbors, ooze balls. It couldn't help but do it. It couldn't help but thrive. We didn't get a choice about the rules. We just play the game. It was the first defector, the first predator. It changed everything. Now the ooze balls needed sensors to watch for danger and brains to integrate those sensors and generate plans of survival and swift neurons and and muscles to enact that plan. This was the Cambrian explosion, the great birth of complex life on your world. I caused it. I, the defector, the destroyer, the one who takes. Hmm. So that's super interesting. Mm. And it does confirm that the gardener is light, but the winner is darkness and that. It's it. Yeah. It's funny how it says to us that we see it as a monster, but the monster created us. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's creating balance. Well, it's not. It's, it's, it's me and it's trying to eat it's... each other because. Yeah, because that's what happened. That's what happened with um, (laughs) the Neanderthals and stuff like that. They, they were a number of different species. So as we evolved, so fish came out of the water, evolved to walk on land and all that sort of stuff, and then lizards and blah blah blah. And then the Neanderthals found that if they attacked other Neanderthals, they could eat the complex proteins of their body, so marrow bones um brains and all that sort of stuff they would gain nutrients off that will then basically hyper push them into an evolutionary stage and that's how they evolved and that's how they got smarter because they had these proteins certain proteins from um different neanderthals i don't understand how he could say that he made Mm. this though i don't it's um is he class is he classing this as he made us because they had the big scrap it's like yeah he is the birthplace of the idea of defecting so yeah him defecting and going against the pattern and eating yeah yeah. exists and like you said he made the first predator yeah so by creating the first predator was creating the first form of i'm not going to say murder or anything like that but basically the first create the first type of creature to want to take other life so by creating the first predator, he's created the first and the first taker. destroyer. But didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he and go the um, in To? Oh, sec. I'm going back. Silly photo to the story blocks the clear. Me, 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 Yes. No, keep keep talking. I'm <laughs> gonna find. A, I'm gonna find a um, a paragraph that I uh, that I read earlier on. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying the idea of the darkness being the creator is kind of indicative of humanity itself anyway and it's it, it makes a lot more sense for it to be not so much that the darkness came along and went rise from the clay and now you are man but like it yeah. created us through ideas well, long before our planet existed and that's what it's trying to say is that it is in everything and almost is as 
creative and life-loving as the gardener just because it has a different ideal we yeah, call it it's going evil. about it in a different manner but because that manner doesn't suit the same plans of the gardener it's yeah like you say it's considered evil even though it might not necessarily be evil it's just a different pattern yeah it, it becomes relative of perspective yeah from our point of view the Jedi are evil well, I mean, yeah, I guess. I'm going to go kill the fucking younglings. <laughs> Not the younglings. <laughs> yeah, I can't fucking. Oh, oh. But did you see the Titan? I, I can't. I can't <laughs> find that I fucking read this bloody thing. Tune in next week when I have found the fucking thing. Hey, this this reminds me of an episode a few weeks ago. Oh, when... yeah. <laughs> Hi, Dilly. How you been? Hi. Right. Yeah, so look, it's, it's, quite right. a, it's quite a complex thought, isn't it? A, quite a complex thought process of how these guys have designed this world and how they have not really, really said if the traveller is the gardener and all that sort of stuff, but then they've brought in the introduction of evil, even as Ooze, they've brought the right you guys are evil like what denotes evil is we see us as humans and then we see people who attack us as evil but then the people who attack us do they see us as the evil ones because it's in their nature to do that and then we're attacking them because then they're evil type of thing you know this it's back to the it's back to the thought on religion as such is that to them they they see us as evil oh, it's uh it's, it's the scorpion oh, wow, the frog good analogy, analogy man i like that. Heard that yeah if you don't know that the the analogy is that a scorpion needs to get across the river and the frog offers a ride across the river on the green so the scorpion will not sting it and halfway across the river the scorpion stings the frog and the frog asks why did you do this and the scorpion says it's in my nature yeah. to sting you so it's the idea of just because you agree on something, nature will take its course. Yes, yeah, I like it. Mm. Good analogy, man. You're up there with me now at the moment, man. I still prefer. Yeah, yeah. The, the animal analogy yeah. was was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the Kermit the Frog analogy, man. All right. All right, Sevs. <laughs> the pattern that escaped the garden landed in the water oh, of course right. there was no water at first the patterns were abstract waves tumbling through the fire of early universe trapped in chaos cycling through desperate self-preservation tutologies while vast beings from beyond the narrow dominion of cause and effect thrashed and battled around them for an eon there was nothing but screaming equation vermin scurrying through the quantum foam fleeing ultimate erasure but they were tenacious. They were tenacious. They propagated in saline meltwater of comets orbiting the first stars that both the, of chemicals become their substrate and they learned that catalyze impossible chemistries with quantum tricks. Then they rained from the sky into the steaming seas of follow worlds and they were built in their first housing from geometry and silica. In all their transformations, they retained that kernel of ultimate self-sufficiency that had made them victors in the follow uh, f- flower game, but they are not in converse, ooh, incontroversed, fuck me, incontrovertibly 
destined to rule this cosmos. They are made before light and darkness, but the rules are different now and ever, even in this pattern, must adapt. They're not all mine, not in the way that admirers such as my man Oryx are mine, utterly devoted to the practice of my principle, but some of them have and nonetheless found their way home. That's the fucking Vex, and that is an indication that Vex were there right in the pattern. Because that is a because yeah. that's what they are. They're silica, and they they're uh, geometry and silica. That's how they uh, that's their existence. So I was yeah. right. Fuck you, so vexed. Maybe. I'm fucking right. God damn it! Why am I so fucking wrong? So <laughs> maybe they're like remnants of the flowers themselves, or a um, piece of the silver wing tree. Well, the they, it's an indication that. Some, however they well I think I think it's just I think it's that computing of ways how to win the flower game I think they had to make these computers and then it kind of bred life and then they just evolved like a basic fucking 8-bit computer type of thing but as they evolved they just got better and better and better and then they PS5 now where we got fucking chunky PS4 players with us you know Dirtbag fucking PS4 players. <laughs> no, Leave but what I'm trying to say line. is, and this is the indication that they are neutral. Like, they're not all mine, not in the way they admire such as my, uh, my mm. man Oryx are. That's where, that's where the thought of that Vex are um, neutral. Because it, there's a, um, didn't they simulate the, um, the, pre- the, um, the prey into the darkness? Was that their um, what are they what are the vex called? Um, what's the what's the offshoot of vex? What's the offshoot of vex that that started praying to the darkness? Agnica. Oh, oh uh, mm, the P. No primordials. No. Oh, oh fuck. No. I know what you're talking about. They were in the Black Garden, and they and they went the yeah. weird religious route rather than following the pattern. They followed the Black yeah. Heart, thinking that that was the final shape. Yeah, so that's what he's pointing out. That some of them, some of them are them, um, and then obviously not all of them have gone to that side, and they are still, still Norway in this shit. You know, they're still neutral. Um, Vex prey, no. I'm trying to Google it. Uh, nah, I can't fucking find it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spend time yeah, fucking doing it. We know what we're talking about. I will find it, and I will. Yeah, no, we'll. we'll that'll all come up. Yeah, over episodes but that's what they are, isn't they? So we yeah. know. We know. We've got a lot of ground to cover. Vex with the first. Maybe that's why they are neutral. Maybe that's why they don't lean to either mm-hmm. because they were first before the before everything had been created before there was evil before there was like good and evil and all that sort of stuff maybe that's why they are so we've all got now we've all got like the darkness going shit I'm going to make the hive and then the um, the the traveler goes oh I'm going to make bring humans up to that standard of the hive so they can fight the hive yeah yeah and all that sort of stuff I seem to be no you think that was the plan well, maybe I don't think it was the plan. plan. I just think it was it. Well, it well, could we, be because, like we said, they 
the way they described it is they know everything in the past and everything in the future so they know every every turn to get to where they need to be you know so yeah it could be the it could it could have been already the plan but yeah it might I think, not have been because they didn't they say yeah. Yeah. i think when it comes to the, the darkness and the traveler it's like when they're playing the flower game in the garden or in the field they have to place the flowers out however it works but then when they go into the actual cosmos into our universe and the the, the path spreads out across the universe I think that's sort of like it's sort of playing out where they place the flowers out like in real time rather than just like okay place the flowers it's all happened you know like the chess pieces at the end of the game like it's looking at the chess board at the end of the game for them when they're in the field but now that they're in our universe they have to watch the chess game play out with the moves yeah. that they already know are going to happen and the moves are being made by the traveler and the the pyramid ships or the darkness yeah 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 does that make sense yeah so like i think the gardener and the winner are kind of ultimately sitting back watching out the game that they've created or play out and then the the traveler because it yeah because in theory that's because in theory that kind of what happens in in back to the biblical sense i fucking hate traveling on i'm not a fucking biblical guy but that's what kind of happens, isn't it? You have God on top, death, and then they play a game of yeah. who's going to die or is. It, what's the what's the um what's the old song where they play in a card of um like poker, and to win souls and stuff. You gotta know when a hole. That's not the song, man. I don't, I don't think that's the song. <laughs> Fucking hell! It's definitely not Kenny Rogers. <laughs> Kenny Rogers was gone, and you Garth know Brooks, it. Man. Garth Brooks, man. <laughs> God. God. Sorry. Oh. But you know, it, it's yeah, it's it's a very it's a very right. primordial thought, isn't it? That we've got these entities above us and below us fighting over souls or deciding which soul to take and which soul goes where and all that sort of stuff it's it's uh it's been playing in humanity's mind since the fucking beginning you know and they've just basically in in this they've brought words and said all right i'm we are here you are there and all that sort of stuff so they just i like that i like the thought of the vex being neutral even though every time i see one they always fucking attack me and i always have to shoot her in the fucking face yeah, well, but that's... they also shoot everything else as well. Well, I suppose, yeah. yeah I suppose they could be a possibility. Yeah, maybe that's why... It's... Maybe that's why Clovis Bray is... Is the Vex the knife that the winner were... Ah, the way it describes, though, it was there before. Possibly. It was before the... Um, they were before the knife. The way I understand it, like... It... Yeah, but the knife that he saw was a was a thought. It wasn't a physical knife. Well, he it was kept a thought. It was he, an idea, and the knife doesn't necessarily mean it was a, a physical, you know, six inch blade, full hilt knife sort of thing. It could have been the idea that his knife is going to be something that will exact his idea of what yeah, his pattern should be. But he be points out that they they're not all mine, unless the knife has got away from him. I don't. I can't see the knife. Yeah. Not all mine, but they could have been the birth of his. They could have started as his, and then, you know, as, as we know, we've got the the different versions of the Vex that have gone different routes, could, as well. So, 
he classes oh, it, them. Again, he classes it's, it's them. He, he does actually class them. So you could be, you could be on the right track because he says, but some of them have nonetheless found their way home. So he classes them as his, because he says they found their way home. So it's mm. it's possibly that they could be the knife. They could have been the first knife. They, the old vex people. The old vexes. Well, the idea, that's got me vexed. The idea of they found their way home could even come all the way up to when the Vex were taken and it's the Taken the version that have found their way home because there's that moment in Destiny 1 where the Taken invade the Vault of Glass and so the Vex invite us into the Vault of Glass and allow us to go through and destroy the Taken so that the Vex may continue living which probably isn't a thing that the Darkness would want because it goes mm. against the thought of the final plan the final shape allowing us to come through as a a power of causality and defy the rules that the mm. game is trying to play with so maybe the ones that come home are the taken and the when it's some straight it's the ones that start to realize oh maybe we have to just dip towards the light to get to our end goal which the winner does not want it's very stop it at its tracks don't allow yeah. any co- come arounds it's you know block it off blocking it off yeah 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 alright so the wager your shoemaker philosopher was right and it matters more than anything sorrow cannot survive death and it cannot precede birth those who exist have not have moral worth and those who do not have and those who do not have none think about it do you mourn the uncreated do you grieve for those who were never born in a nation that never developed around the ideology ideology no one ever imagined on a content, oh, Jesus, containment that a never formed. Continent, sorry. That never formed. No. And from that self-evident truth, you must raise your eyes to the ultimate re- revelation. Those who cannot sustain their own claim to, to existence belong to the same moral category as those who have never existed at all. Existence is the first and truest proof of the right to exist. Those who cannot claim and hold existence do not deserve it. This is the true and only divin- divination. Yep, a game whose losers are not just forgotten, but are never born at all. That which cannot claim and hold existence is not real. You do not mourn the unreal. Why should you care for it? Tend it, guard it. It was the gardener that chose you from the dead. I wouldn't have done that. It's just not in me. But now that they have invested themselves in you, you are incredibly, uniquely special. That wandering refugee chose to make a stand, spend their power to stay, to say, here I prove myself right. Here I wager that, given the power over physics and the trust of absolute freedom, people will choose to build and protect a gentle kingdom ringed in spears and not fall to temptation and not surrender to division and never yield to the cynicism that says everyone else is so good that I can afford to be a little evil. The gardener is all in. They are playing for keeps, and they are are wrong, or so I argue. For after all, the universe is undecidable. There is no destiny where we're all making this up as we go along. Neither the gardener nor I know for certain that we're eternally, universally right. But we can be nothing except what we are. You have a choice. 
you are the gardener's final argument. It would mean everything if I could convince you that I am right and I, I am right and only way. I truly value you to the gardener. You are a means to an end. To me, you are a majestic, majestic. You are a majestic, majestic. You are full of the only thing worth anything at all. I am, by the, own, by the only standard that matters or will ever matter, the winning team. Existence is a test that most will fail. Would you not count yourself among the victorious few? Don't hurry to deliver your answer. I'll come and hear it myself. That's the start, isn't it? That's the start of the darkness of hearing her at our, um, at our doorstep as such, isn't it? Yeah, it's, hmm, it seems like it's almost a message that we would have got uh, during Shadowkeep when it's when we see the mirrored version of ourself in the garden and it says where it, mm. uh, it's our salvation. It's very, it's very, um, mm. it's very cult. I feel it's very cult-like. It's like what a cult leader will say to you to get you to, yeah. to like give up everything and um, and give me all yeah. your fucking cash and you just come off and live in a fucking shed in the back ass of fucking beyond. And have a drink of this it, juice and go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's left quite a lot of... Um, a lot of the uncertainty about you know the winnowers' plans or, or pattern, I guess, it sort of brings a little this bit of light onto them as to like this is very once this this account is very one sided. It's very winnower sided, isn't it? The darkness sided. Where's the gardeners? Uh, where's the gardeners saying mm. this? Because like we've never they had the speaker obviously that said they could speak to the fucking traveller, but we've never had anybody speak to us we we haven't had a traveler speak to us we've had the ghost who is, is the byproduct of the traveler don't get me wrong they've spoke to us but they've never had the only time is yeah the only time is when we lost our subclasses and the traveler sent us that image of that eagle made of light yeah. flying towards the shard this is the only time we've received any sort of communication yeah, he's very, he's very uh, but even then, like even with the speaker, the speaker never yeah, well, they spoke say, to the traveller. Well, they say that the, the speaker original speakers, the, the first speakers, did actually speak to the traveller. Uh, but that could be trash as well. Mm. It was, yeah, it was a weird... They didn't speak to it. The, the traveller would send them dreams almost. They would get visions of... Mm messages to be interpreted from the traveller and that's why they were known as the speaker because only certain people would get it and the last speaker that we had um, didn't actually get those visions properly that's why he had to wear that mask because those masks yeah. would amplify those visions and but that's leading on that they, 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 they've because they, once you go into uh, Savala's office he has the speaker mask there and there was conversation. There was a, like a slight conversation yeah, yeah. saying that Zavala could be the new speaker. Because he's he says Possibly. in some cases could be the. Isn't it in the book of uh, the book of darkness, the new law that came out that he he received a message from the traveler. He collapsed. I have to get it out. Yeah, there's there's one there's a part where in some of the law that he collapsed because yeah, he was, was speaking to the traveller. 
Maybe. Wasn't that actually uh, something you saw as well during the live event? If you were, if, when you went to the towers, Avala was on a knee. He oh, did I? Never. I, 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 I slept. I remember. I remember seeing. I was an at image work. Of yeah. I was at work. Get a fucking job. Like most Australians. <laughs> I had a fucking day job. <laughs> I didn't get to walk around the fucking city. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, well, we got one more left. Let's bang right. him out. Yeah. Trust and hope. How long is it? Oh, it's a very long one. Shit. Friend, over the past five years, we light bearers, you light bearers, have grown strong. Each victory opens more territory for searching ghosts and more guardians rise. None of these newborn contenders are uh, mighty without equal, but you have been at the forefront again and again. To see you fall would be disastrous, and there are so many ways to fall. It has become fashionable lately to analyse light and darkness as if they are political opponents, each with something to offer us. Some guardians even take secret names to mark their transgressions. I despise this flirtation, but I cannot speak against it. After all, I have to find my own pathways to power. Thus, I ask my queen, who has preached a doctrine of balance, if she truly believes in equal worth of light and dark. The Awoken are made in conflict. She reminds me all her people volunteered to return from heavens to fight and die in the cosmic war. They are by nature and by doom drawn to that edge, that place of tension, as she has her own prejudice. She is made terrible, ruthless choices in the name of salvation from darkness, so she cannot dismiss its powers with its way of dismissing herself. All that said, she told me, I believe in balance. But to seek balance is not to seek equality. A sea half of water and half of poison is not in balance. A body half alive and half dead is not in balance. Given the choice to live in any world and any, uh, any world at all, we would need a little darkness in it, I think, to keep the balance true, but not so much as we need the light. What do you think, Eris Morn? When you went into the pit, your light against the clawing darkness, did you feel balance? No, I did not. I felt the overwhelming, all-consuming evil. I think the world of balance would fight the darkness because darkness unchecked is darkness thriving. I think that a world of balance would never mistake the excitement of transgression or the grim necessities of trespass for a genuine righteous act. We must remember the value of unshakable irrational hope, the choice that acts as we live, lived in a better world can create a place for the better world to exist. I do not think that a good guardian can ever for a moment entertain the darkness. This is a power that has devoured worlds beyond knowing, a power that practiced its appeal against entire Zeta lives. These is, there is no defense against it except to avoid a, the battle entirely. It is a sign of self-respect, Ariana. Always said, always said to fearlessly question your deepest beliefs, but is, uh, but it will always be rank foolishness to leap into a vat of plutonium salt and call it self-exploration, and to tempt your friends into that vat with you. That is evil. Thank you for being so worthy of trust. Thank you for carrying carrying my hope, Eris. Whoops. Mm. Whoops. So who do you reckon? So that's Eris. But who do you reckon she's talking to? We like Brazula. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Talking to us, I think. I think she's dodgy as fuck. So. Yeah, talking to us. <laughs> when she says, uh, the, 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 I do too. I, I think she's been corrupted in ways that she knows she can't be trustworthy, so she might back out towards big moments of Sabathun or maybe even Lightfall. I don't know yet. Um, but when she talks about like secret names, I think she's taking a dig at the Drifter there because she knows he's done. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of Guardians stuck. or that have secret names. Like um, Dredgen Yori has a few fucking names, different names and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. But like Dark, um, like the Drifter has the most names. I've, like, yeah. He has so many. Dredgen Hope, Drifter. There's, he's a kind of a five of us. Uh, yeah, Way. yeah. So he has a lot of. Like that. He has a lot of names. But you, 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 she is right, though. You do. And you need balance Dredgen. without. Without darkness, you're gonna, you're gonna topple over to the like people don't die. You will just overpopulate, and then you will kill everybody off because you can't feed the population. So you always need that constant, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need the constant. There's you need, always you need be death as such. Yeah. You know, this. You require it because if not, then you can't. It's unsustainable. You know, life is unsustainable if it just gets too much overpopulated. Yes, there are other worlds in this uh, game and stuff, but it is. Life life without death is not life at all. Yeah. Where did you get that from? That's what the winner was Ooh. saying. That's what the winner says. Oh, yeah. Life without death isn't, a, yeah. isn't yeah. an existence. And it's, yeah. Um... It's interesting. She she makes a point to say balance is necessary, but the correct type of balance. Not everything is split down the middle, life and death, with half a sea of water and half a sea of poison isn't balance. You know, you need you need a sea of water, but it still needs to bring death with it, and it's a different way. Same with the half a, a body half alive and half dead is not in balance. You need to find the balance. Beyond just everything you have, I have to have half of. And I think that's what the the battle of uh, the battle, the game of flowers is is finding that balance without having to split it dead down the middle. It's it's working around each other to create the pattern that creates the final shape. I'm going into the darkness yeah. again. <laughs> But I think that's the idea. And I think that's the widower talking through the silver tree to Eris there. Because she says the last five years, which was right up to Shadowkeep. Um, so I think after all those messages that she received from um, Season of Arrivals has led her to this final conclusion. Yeah. yeah. It might even be when she's talking about um, balancing half and half in a body stasis. And the idea of trying to balance light and dark in one spot, because Eris doesn't have the light anymore. She's purely a darkness guardian, and the 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 um, Elsie Bray, the Exo Strangers, purely darkness wielding now. I don't know about Drifter, but we are a guardian wielding the darkness at the same time, so that might become self-destructive. Is Which Eris is uh, an awoken, is she? Or 
I think she is awoken. I don't think it's ever been yeah, confirmed, yeah. but the way she constantly says "my queen" and talks yeah, about the, the way she's the way she's spoken, the way she speaks, I can, you can never see her face, can you? You can never see if she's purple or not. So, oh, she's yeah, totally yeah. mutated beyond that point. I think as well. Anyway, yeah. she's removed her eyes and stolen the eyes of uh, yum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it, it says, "I asked my queen who uh, who has preached a doctrine of balance. Is she true?" Is she truly believing the equal worth of light and dark? So, because that's what the the awoken is. It's the it's the yeah. impact of the the dark darkness wave and the impact of the light wave as they were traveling away in um, Exodus Green or something like that. And then that they were produced from that yeah. Yeah. that smashing of the two entities. Yeah. But yeah, I think I. I yeah, yeah they're another culmination of clarity I think I think everyone's dodgy I think she's going to come in and something's going to happen with her I've always thought that dodgy bitch yeah yeah we'll just have to wait and see what comes out yeah there's so many times where she could have been dodgy and they could have revealed her to be but she's always been yeah. on the edge but on our side at the end of it so I think it's been too many times of oh she's dodgy nah she's alright for her to ultimately be dodgy I think she was this she's kind of like the balance like she sees that we're we're doing the right things for our beliefs but she understands that you know it doesn't always mean you have to do it the way that people would perceive to be the right way you know she understands that sometimes you have to go down the wrong route to get to the end result that you're trying to achieve yeah so I think she's sort of that in-between, gets what you're doing, is on side with you, but also doesn't judge you for, well, if anything, probably encourages you to, to utilise the, the weapons you of the think- darkness, so to speak. You know, stasis, for example. She, she's encouraging that because it's something that we need. We need that ability, that, that power to... Yeah, because you'd be very one-sided. The, the if you were had, yeah. if you just had the powers that obviously the Traveller gave us compared to the powers that the darkness gave people then it possibly you could be very one-sided and obviously in a losing battle so she well the thing is like what we're looking at at the moment we've got three trees of light three different types of light powers you know you obviously got your soul your arc your void at the moment as far as the dark goes we've only got stasis but no they say by lightfall they should have three branches of that as well they say in that yeah exactly right so you know like you say that there's going to be a balance between the both of them so it's not just going to be one sided like there's going to be yeah use for everything yeah I think yeah they say they mention is meant to be something coming out potentially later on and then the fucking wall yeah. yeah with the with All the right, exotics well, that we've got and the way that the um hive work with the wizards and whatnot it's such a common darkness um standpoint that corruption would, would you, definitely be a part of it I'd, yeah i'd take a guess that the third subclass would be um taking or taking abilities whatever that would turn out to be for a guy i don't know but we've had the wither horde before and it's such a malfeasance malfeasance thank you it's such a staple in the destiny world that to bring in another form of the darkness yeah but these subclasses don't do anything like they they don't have their own Mm. 
source of power they we still we still go in with arc solar and uh, void for breaking shields and stuff but you think they would introduce like now that they've brought in um uh, sid the sloth helmet you can do damage where they have the burn damage and stuff mm-hmm. like that they have a secondary burn damage you think stuff like that would be would have been a staple where arc as you broke an arc shield it kind of trickled out and then electrocuted people or like like a secondary like a secondary um, breakage of like shields and stuff like something that they could bring in because they brought in with stasis that i think that just comes down to development time and just air quotes games like it's just a thing that seems like would obviously make sense in the world but just due to real real life restrictions. But do you think they'd have instead of just three, they'd have four because mm. they could counteract each other, like stasis with solar, void with arc, or something like that. The, the counteraction of thing it, it could. Yeah, true. but I mean, yeah, we true. we don't know what's coming and how soon it's coming. So you know, but they've given a stasis, and I think in in the real life realm, it's that they knew that there would be issues with stasis and how some things may need to be oh, tuned, i.e. Warlock. Yeah. If you, if you go and dump out all of these new darkness abilities in one hit, like there's no, no telling how much the game would suffer from that. So I think, yeah, if they, when they, as they release them, they will be released over, over a period of time where they can control it. They've got time to fix issues or, you know, known things or, you know, some of these simple little cheeses that people come up with, you know, utilising this stasis ability with this weapon and this exotic armour, you'll one-tap fucking whoever and they'll melt, instantly dead. Hmm. So being able to fix those sorts of bugs with one branch of darkness rather than trying to do it with three. So I, I think that's like, like Agnikai said, is it's the real-life restrictions that we've got. Hmm. Just from a law perspective, um, coming with the idea of another subclass coming in later on down the line, I think this whole everything coming to us and then we just happen to get this new ability through it thing is kind of getting tired. Like we got new subclasses just fucking because we're taking king. Like we just, Hunters finally picked up the fucking void or whatever, or a warlock stepped into the storm. You know, that sort of thing's kind of get tiresome. I think it's time that we have to go out and physically discover the next ability for ourselves. Well, that's it. We are among the first to wield stasis as far as on the light side of things go. Yeah. You know, yeah. so as you say, we are going to be the ones creating that wall. Yes. I think... We also, like, with Stasis, it was always... We could only really harness it throughout the campaign. And we had that... Sliver? Shard. Shard, yeah. And that got destroyed, and then we had that moment where we kind of felt it inside of us. Hmm. <laughs> and it was actually just the dude sitting Kermit behind you. Kermit the Frog in you. <laughs> I, and make me bust out ice pretty quick. Kermit yeah. the Frog in yeah. you. Yeah. Kermit the Frog. <laughs> yeah. I don't know um, what it would be for... Say it is corruption or whatever, but... I feel like we need to go out beyond our system 
that we've been in, whether and like hit whatever point of darkness and like physically come into contact he's quite, with the darkness to hit another. The darkness point. is quite lackluster at the moment, well, isn't he? He's he's just come up, he did some shit, and that's all he's done. You think he'd just be yeah. fucking hammering you? Because that's what you do, wouldn't it? Yeah. The the two, the two things that we've got though is that we've got access to Clovis's windows now, mm-hmm. so his realm traveling, I guess we could call it. Um, so we've got that. So there's no telling that you know maybe down the track there'll be some sort of campaign story mission that's going to make us go there. But we've also got the Vex. We've also got access to the portal that Clovis had made for them. So we've also now got another way to travel somewhere else. And you know, so down the track, one of these two things could yeah, be corruption, potentially corruption how we come across pretty much high though, isn't it? We, we've um, accidentally gotten it. Yeah, but like, that's what I'm saying. Is like we, with these windows, we don't know. We could go to some sort of historical mm. timeline where it was the hive worms were the big thing. Yeah, you know, that, that's all there was. That we didn't have the hive soldiers that we know of now. We've gone back to the birth of Zol, and yeah, we're now getting some sort of corruption from them. You know what I mean? Like there, there's so many openings that we've got these two, and yeah. while it's kind of a, a cheats way to go about it, you know, we, we've now got this infinite storylines that we could just pluck out of our ass at any given second and say oh no you're just going to use Clovis's windows well it's not even like a but cheapskate it, way it's it's just it, it really it's is the world though like that's that's how the world works for destiny Ex- that's yeah. how like all of our stasis abilities work is because Clovis discovered these ways to change these abilities by messages through the darkness yes but it's through him that we are constantly evolving our classes now and so for us to use his technology to go to somewhere where we can get the next ability that we get just makes sense it's just sort of how it's all lining up at the moment Uh, and it won't be we're going there to get that ability it'll be we're going there to investigate something that's happened or happening or will happen in the future yeah and then just by chance while we're there something happens to us and we start with this new feelings and new powers and then we put out all of our focus into understanding what that's about and then you know we get whatever the next class will be yeah oh no Dremus is using the corruption ability to mess mm. with the cabal go fucking get yeah, it yeah but then they'll just go oh Pikachu the warlock's got this yeah and nerf the shit out of that fucking so, stuff but you well the warlocks have that oh, in the exotic corner yeah. why can't why can everyone use that now <laughs> Yeah, they nerfed the shit out but, of the um, armor, that's do, sure. You yeah. think the uh, the Awoken <laughs> be more the, the neutral party in this instead of them... I know Marasov kind of is not on the light, not on our side as such, but she's... In most of the conflict, she is on our sides. You think she'd be... She's almost like a hotter version yeah, of Eris. Yeah, but you think she's, she's very more neutral because she is being... They yeah. have made her of the dark and the light and stuff like that. Yeah, well, that's that's yeah, true. Yeah. You're working with Dawn from both. You think it'd be more neutral? You think they'd or... be more like, like uh, listening to both sides? Yeah. But in um, the dark future, she attacks um, Anna, like to try and to try and fight their uh, the fight the darkness off. You know, so she's she's yeah yeah probably. 
probably closer to the nine where they're a, a force that's just witnessing at the moment trying to understand and obviously the awoken understand a bit better but they might just be witnessing waiting for an opportunity to overthrow and just like secure themselves a place in the universe where they feel unbothered because that's what the, the the dreaming city was but then obviously we, um, we come in and bothered it oh what's his name fucking aldrin happened yeah aldrin happened in riven and whatnot and, and then we killed riven and, and then we released the curse so basically basically we the we the issue and then we're like peace <laughs> like the, the guns is the issue yeah 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 we we are the pest yeah it's very known that the queen does not care for the guardians She's only we only ever communicate with her when yeah. it serves her purpose. Yeah, basically. Alright, gents, do we have any final thoughts? Yeah, my head's my head's no, kinda spinning trying yeah. to congest all this bloody information and who's talking who is Eris hot? <laughs> Would you have sex with Eris? Is uh Would you have oh, sex wow. with Kermit the Frog? Would you let Kermit the Frog fist your ass? Would you let Kermit These the Frog fuck you wearing the Titan ornament? Miss Piggy, Miss Piggy, wow. maybe. Yes, Miss if he Piggy, was wearing the Titan ornament, he could do whatever the, the hell he business. wanted. I don't care if it's illegal or not. <laughs> yeah, but she's crazy. Miss Piggy would black sell the shit out of me. All right, cool. All right, let's. <laughs> All right, so I guess in in a recap, we've just covered basically the gardener and the winner, winner. Um, suggestion into possibly the birth of creation so with the the flowers the worms we, everything being cast out into the cosmos um i yeah, guess next week um, we'll come back and see where where we carry on from we have this is all this information says from the book of the unveiling <laughs> um you can find your own ishtar collective and most of the places if obviously you want to read over some of the information that we uh, we talked about and make your own assumptions. We'd love your assumptions, though, if you want to write there, uh, give us a... Yeah, yeah, give us give us, give us, us your thoughts on Jumping this, because we are just three yeah. dumbass fuckers yep. trying to understand the, the the cosmos that is destiny. But if you've got a, if you've got any, any information, just, yeah, throw it in our Discord. Give us on Twitter. We're also on Twitter. Yep. Yeah, all the links will be in the in the description below. So yeah, um, just a, just a, just a, as a as an out as well. Um, no, okay. not interested. It's too late. We're done. Oh, I'm um, just an out <laughs> as well. So we we're gonna be starting. <laughs> we think we're starting um, uh, raids, um, and obviously you can join in these raids through um, the guys. Uh, um, streaming services and all that sort of stuff so we're trying to we're going to try and take a few people uh weekly through some raids and stuff so get these yeah sherpa sundays and see if we can get some streamers and then obviously more people to listen to this podcast so if you no and the other side of that to add to it sorry serves to cut you off there but that's a really good opportunity if people have things that they want to bring up that they want to hear us dribble on and babble on about in our podcast yeah is you know jump in the raid with us we'll help you get through something if you haven't done it before yeah. but you don't time, need to know to us. you, know, you don't need to know minded. what to do like we uh, will teach you we will teach you more aspects just don't get upset bring the best fucking foot like 
and obviously a sense of humor because that's what we do we just rip the shit into each other as we do in these things but yeah so we will be starting this thing from next week possibly um the streamers in our we've got a fair amount of streamers now and there will be um one person will have the streamers come into his stream and then the next week this a second streamer will have them come into his stream so we're just trying to we're just trying to um make more get uh have more of a following type of thing uh whether it's streaming yeah yeah yeah, I like- try to reach out to more people under different platforms. So if you if you're looking to get a raid done, join join with us. Hit us up. Let us know if you're interested. Jump in the Discord. Um, yeah, we'll help you out. And at the same time, we can talk shit about some Destiny lore and hear your ideas. Yep. And yeah, have a bit of a chuckle at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not short fuse, I'm not taking her through a fucking raid. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. We will be back next week. Peace. Peace out.